Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, beautiful day in eastern North Carolina and a lovely day to talk some sports with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock in the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington, we are on 1250 at 9.30. You can find us online, pr927fm.com. And also watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Got a lot of great videos up there, including post-game from last night's brutal loss at Clark LeClaire Stadium. We'll talk about that one coming up quite a bit on today's show. Also, Facebook Live. You can follow us there. Chime in. What... Uh, would you like to discuss on this Thursday and what is making you angry in the world of sports or I guess life in general on this Thursday where you are going to go inside the anger management rage room coming up in our second hour. So we'll be raging later on today. And if you have something you're raging about, uh, you can chime in on Facebook Live, Twitter, or give us a call 317-1250. So uh, we'll be doing that later on in today's show. Also, happy opening day to those who celebrate. Major League Baseball is back. We'll talk some Orioles baseball. We are your home for Orioles baseball here on Pirate Radio. And uh, they're picked to be the worst team in the league this year. But that's why you got to get on board now. Why Don't be a bandwagon fan. Get on the Get on the ground floor. They're building something, Shirley. Of course they're building something. I feel like I'm about to they may, not, they may not be good now, but <laughs> their farm system is really, really good. And I'm not lying when I say they're building something. They build a new wall. Yeah, they in push, left field. They push the wall back. Why do they do that for? Well, it's been such a homer-friendly... Well, how about this? Stay tuned. You'll get your answer when Mark Brown joins us later on this okay. hour. Right. Uh, but it's always been a uh, short porch there and left, and pushed it back a little bit i guess to we'll see what difference it makes for home runs and things like that might take away a few that would have been gone in previous years we'll talk o's baseball look around the mlb coming up with mark brown later on we've also got our david price construction countdown to kickoff we'll talk a little spring football and let you know how long we are away from kicking things off at dotty ficklin stadium east carolina nc state on september 2nd brandon manning former pirate will join us at four o'clock we'll talk pirate baseball mlb and more also troy d and ellerby uh will be joining me at five o'clock and they are not coming empty-handed they are coming with a big announcement that you will find very interesting that they're taking over the five o'clock hour and you get to go home early that would be awesome because I, I know how you are on opening day. You'd rather watch baseball. I don't think that's the announcement, but maybe it is. Maybe I'll be shocked and they'll let me head on out of here. That'd that, be that would be cool. Uh, but we'll talk to Troy D and Ellery coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We have a giveaway for you as well. And 
you whatever you want to discuss let us know all right um let's start with let me welcome in shirley rhodes and the content junkie himself cj schaefer what's up clip how you doing good thank you for asking um chandler is gone he is bachelor partying it up in myrtle beach so we hope he makes it home like the eighth bachelor party she's been to yeah i guess he's in that age popular guy mid to uh what is he low to mid 20s he's 23 clip i described it perfect i could not have described it any better you could have you could have said he's 23 right without saying the exact age i said low to mid 20s 23 right there in that wheelhouse do we not agree i guess he's living up his jordan year do we not agree is that what you call it yeah living up his jordan year whose year am i living up was sean kemp number 40 let me google that up how old are you cj uh joey logano you're joey logano years old yeah (laughs) you're living up your logano years uh i'm living up my sean kemp years bad news for my wife he impregnated a lot of women (laughs) um and i can't dunk like sean kemp so anyway shirley um never ask a lady her age but i'm not scared i'm 46 huh that's an interest that's an odd number because you got like fullbacks and you got anything cj Mm -mm, not off the top of my head number 46 i'm gonna go number 46 nfl see if anything pops up uh, how about this, Shirley? You play to win the game. Herm Edwards wore number 46. Oh, you okay. play to win the game. You are living out your Herm Edwards year. So there you go. All right, CJ, I uh, saw you on television last night. Appreciate it. On ESPN Plus, I was at Sports Trivia. We had the ECU baseball game going on. And, of course, uh, I don't know if you folks know who Davis Searcy is. He, um, You've certainly seen him. If you've ever watched any ECU game ever, you've seen him on TV. In fact, he's on every TV uh, broadcast that ECU plays in. So, of course, the camera finds him. He's cheering. Uh, Jonathan Wagner beside him cheering. There, It might have been safety dance now that I think about it. Probably. Probably safety dance time. What's that, middle of the fifth? Yes. And right there beside them, I see a gentleman kind of kick back, laid back not participating in the safety dance I, cj schaefer i can't why not he's working i am you're work you so you were working well at that specific moment no <laughs> well look when you go out there and you want to take some videos and take some pictures i also take some time to go say hello to my friends okay which is what i did and did you get any video of the safety dance or were you just you were taking some time off? No, I go out I I, I actually do go out there for every safety dance. To I see know you good, do. I know you do. There was a uh it was kind of a thin crowd, especially once you got down to the later innings. I mean it was a long game. Was it? Didn't notice. Yeah. I mean, good grief, man. We'll I get to that in an hour or two. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll yeah. save it. We'll save it. Um do want to give you a Harold Varner the third update. I am not a golf fan. But I am a Harold Varner the third fan, and I am locked in. I've got the Masters coverage, which just started on ESPN. I uh, got that on the television. I've got holes four, five, and six, the live stream going here on the laptop because Harold was just, uh, let's see, I think he just finished up with five, so he should be playing on six right now. So I've got that up. 
and i've got the masters app with the leaderboard and they have something cool called my group where you can star your favorite golfers oh, wow. and shortly after they shoot their shot they show it on the app so you can literally see every shot your favorite golfer or golfers take and that is a really uh neat tool to have as well is that new uh first i've used it seen it it's pretty cool if you are away from your television or whatever and all you have is a phone on you i uh, get the masters app and you can watch the shots just after they happen it's uh it's really neat uh harold as we came on the air man he had a bad bogey he had a good bogey earlier today where he kind of saved it a bad bogey where he had done everything right leading up to the green and then three putted and he is right now one over par through five and uh has had a birdie has had two bogeys already on the day and again uh kind of missed a short putt on five we will uh see what he does on six and keep you updated throughout the day but i am uh following golf more than i ever have in my life this is uh i think this is like the tiger effect for fringe golf fans like tiger got a lot of people into golf that weren't into golf harold has done that for me the harold effect because now i'm i'm interested we did our little we did our draft yesterday which by the way cameron smith who i believe chandler has is in the lead right now at four under um but i don't know man i'm locked in i'm very excited i saw did you see the masters video that they put out on social media talking about harold and it had a picture of him and his infant son wearing a little pirate it was either a onesie or a bib but either way it had the ecu logo so uh ecu getting some great pub get a little shout out at a herald in augusta and tiger is down to even on the day as he misses a par put oh this is a spoiler shirley because i'm watching it and you are right he just missed it so you're a little ahead of me oh i'm sorry no i like uh, tiger breaking news girl what do you think about tiger's (laughs) shirt you know it's fuchsia (laughs) there's only one way to say it fuchsia (laughs) it's a bright something it is very bright it is electric it looks like i like it the louder the shirt the better and uh he also likes to go with the uh i don't know it's a full turtleneck but it's riding up the neck a little bit uh if you're curious harold wearing the red today to open up masters play we just hope louis youth days and he's struggling he is killing chandler uh on his uh masters pool we hope we can see yeah it's uh it's a dandy i'm not i'm not fond of golf shirts you know what we should you know do? you should be the joan rivers of, of of golf fashion and you just like update us on what everybody's wearing i could do that that's okay. not going to be a problem well uh, this guy looks like he walked straight out of the 90s uh-huh. <laughs> he's got the the vertical stripes like right, a, that's uh, a, I, it's not updated on my tv screen yet so i can't see it is it like a um now in the 90s i had some vertical stripe like tommy hill figures is that yes what that's exactly what it looks like oh man with some duckhead shorts yep <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like some boat shoes <laughs> i was styling and profiling that was the Sperry's. style back in the day um so we'll keep you up to date on what's going on tiger is now even just i mean to see him out there is still freaking crazy uh and we are following have you Harold. seen have you seen this whole controversy with the shoes that tiger's wearing no apparently the last couple of days he's been wearing foot joy shoes 
and of course you know he is sponsored by nike he is mr nike yeah and apparently there's been this whole stink and tiger said he was wearing them because they're comfortable um because he has a noticeable limp when he walks now so apparently these shoes provide a little bit more comfort when he's out on the golf course and everybody's kind of like you would think with him being mr nike that nike would come up with some sort of shoe that would aid in his comfort it is a great free ad for foot joy yeah and not a great look for nike if yeah. he said well tiger why are you wearing those because they're comfortable yeah uh-huh. well that's what i like when i'm golfing yes Hmm. So that doesn't exactly bode well. So there was a little bit of a controversy there earlier this week when he was taken to the practice rounds. Now, I don't know if he's wearing Nike shoes today because uh, they're solid black and I don't see any logos on them. So I'm not sure exactly what. He's just wearing black Air Force Ones. (laughs) black Black forces yeah the black forces i i I honestly don't know if those are nikes or those are foot joys but uh i I didn't realize wearing a shoe was going to cause that much of a stink but i hadn't heard this big of a stink in the master since the uh peach ice cream sandwiches (laughs) i wish i still haven't seen that story by the way i need to i i I guess we need to look that up or we need susan to hop on uh, facebook live and let us know exactly what she means by that cameron smith's the only person to play his golf that looks dirtier than me that hair is something and then the gross stash I, hey i like his style I, I can i'm with it uh harold wears the um like the jordan golf shoes that look the jump man's they're like basketball shoes like they look big yeah. and clunky i don't know how comfortable they are but they look really cool so he's got that going for well him. i think he well i get i don't know if you're gonna take style over comfort on a golf course because you're out there all day so i'm i hope that they would provide some level of comfort harold with a par on number six so he is plus one uh i had to take a little action i drove up to virginia uh after trivia last night and placed a bet and drove back home uh i got harold varner to beat sergio garcia today garcia just bogeyed six so hv3 is up one uh, plus one, Garcia, plus two. We'll keep an eye on that Cameron as well. Smith. Did anybody have Cameron Smith? I'm pretty sure Chandler does. In fact, the list is right over there if you want to grab it, Charlie, at some point by my uh, calendar. It's uh, up there somewhere. Oh, it's way over there. All right, so uh, Masters going on. Do you care? This is the first time I really care before Sunday. Do you care, CJ? I don't think I've ever watched the Masters or really even followed it much unless I heard something interesting was going on Sunday. Yeah. So, but now I'm. I am not a Thursday, Friday, nope. or really even Saturday Masters guy, uh, but I will be as long as uh, Harold and my team is doing well. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Shirley? Uh, who did I say? Cameron Smith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chandler's got him, and uh, Scotty Scheffler, Muff, uh, Muff, <laughs> Mully has him. Let's not say Muff on the air. Uh, I was trying to. I almost <laughs> no. I actually almost said Muffler. Victor so Hovland, minus one. Webb Simpson, minus one. Dustin Johnson, minus one. They're all on my team. Rory, Ooh. minus one. You took Rory, right? Oh, you got him, CJ? I did. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it's Tony Finau that I'm looking at that's wearing the uh, Tommy oh, Hilfiger nice. throwback. That's Mully's guy. I could see Mully rocking a Hilfiger on the golf course. Tommy Hilfiger? Yes. I, I am the fashion police of that's the what Masters. What do you say? Hilfiger? Uh uh, he'll figure or he'll uh, yeah. figure. I, I've You're heard probably it both right, but oh. growing up with it, 
I mean, you didn't have any hill figure, did you? Just one. He's a northern kid. Hey, whoa. (laughs) Well, he's like. uh, We add syllables to our words down here. Where exactly (laughs) is hill figure? uh, Where's the Philippines? (laughs) West. West what? West of California. Okay. There you go. There you go. Oh, you can go. I would have said east of North Carolina, west of California. Heads, Carolina. Oh, like way west. Mm-hmm. Like way, way west. Oh, okay. It's real hot in the summers. So you're uh, you're a northern kid from Pittsburgh, a western kid from the Philippines, and a southern kid from Havelock. <laughs> <laughs> the best of all worlds. You world traveler, you. That's right. Have you ever been to the Philippines? Mm-hmm. One time. Was it cool? Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's we went in uh, July, so it was like a hundred degrees every day. I was gonna say, isn't that like, isn't it their monsoon season during that time too? Oh or yeah, kind of. Yeah, they get crushed. We yeah, we were. I mean, obviously, we were good though. All right, good story. Uh, cool, neat story. I'm trying to put off talking about ECU baseball. Yeah, I understand. I would <laughs> I'm trying to find anything y'all want to discuss outside of ECU baseball. I did see, I got to give Boneyard Banner credit. Really? Usually they just uh, entertain me and make me fear for humanity. (laughs) But one poster posed a fantastic question. Uh, Great. And I want to go over it with our guest today on the show. And we'll start with uh, our producers. What loss was bigger for that season? Carson Wisenhunt this year for ecu baseball and we found that out right before opening day or kurt benkert when he went down due to injury a week or so before that football season started i think that's a great question that is a great question and i'm leaning more we'll have to see how this season ends for east carolina Mm -hmm. so that football season ended five and seven two games under 500 one game away from a bowl berth I feel like this baseball season now, it still could end in postseason, but I'm really gonna have to grind that one out. You're probably gonna have to win the you're gonna have to win the conference tournament. Oh, if yeah, they there's keep no going question. at this yeah, pace. Yeah, yeah. Unless they go crazy here, they're not gonna make it as an at large. Right. It's gonna be a major disappointment. No, we need at two or three at least uh weekend series sweeps at this point yeah and i'm just saying at the rate they're going now right i could see them i expect them to win the series this weekend i expect them to win a bunch of series in conference play but i don't think that's going to be enough to get them at large not with not with the way out of conference went so we'll see how it i guess my argument well do y'all have an answer before i give mine does the impact that the sport has on I guess the community. That's Does a good make point. A difference because That's in a, that case, yeah, then that would be football, right? That's a good point. I, I don't know, and and the reason why I say that is because I'm thinking of the, you know, Kurt Benkert wasn't the only one that got hurt that year. The, the you know, we had several injuries in key positions in football, and that's why we wound up five and what was it, five and seven, that year. But we're talking about a starting quarterback who was yeah, groomed yeah, to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I know, I know. But we also have a starting pitcher on the flip side. You have a starting pitcher, a highly touted starting pitcher, pitcher that is supposed to be your Friday night starter. And could be a first-round draft pick. Exactly. It, and if you think about some of the series 
games that we have lost on Friday nights, if we get, you know, and I'm not saying that Carson would win every single game that he ever pitched, but if you take at least half of those, we I think we would be in much better shape. I just think that, I mean, depth-wise, we're as deep as we've ever been, and Coach will even tell you that, that we've as deep as we've ever been in the bullpen, depth-wise. But, you know, for whatever reason, I, I you know, the pitching sometimes isn't there. Well, the bullpen depth is originally – and I understand it looked that way to begin with, mm-hmm. but now I don't know, man. It's, Are we too deep because we're throwing? We've thrown nineteen pitchers the last two games. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Spivey, Sailor, Mayhew—that's that's all you can hang your hat on right now. You throw out any other guy, and it's hit or miss. It's well, you've got Ryder in there too. You can throw Ryder in there. I mean, if you need to eat up a couple of innings, you can throw Ryder right. or Zach in there. Let's get right. back to the question. Do y'all the, have, do you have an answer? I say Benkert. <laughs> As far as the biggest impact on on the season, man, that's tough for me because uh, I can see that it makes be it a the, great question. It is a great question. I, I'd have to go Carson. East Carolina, I believe, has lost three Friday games: Bryant, North Carolina, and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think I think Wizen Hunt's impact goes past the Friday games too I'll, because you have a guy that can go, you know, six, seven innings. I agree. No, and, and that's and that's part of my point. Yeah. That is that is correct. It doesn't just impact Friday games. Because mm-hmm. uh, now, you know, Cooch moves another day. Yep. You got a better starter. You know, each day you're saving arms. So you're absolutely right. We might not uh, – those guys you just mentioned that we're relying on a lot out of the bullpen would be a lot fresher yes. if Carson Wisenhunt was pitching for the Pirates. I still think – I go Ben Kurt because unfortunately East Carolina and this you know this is on the coaches I guess a little bit they didn't and I guess it's tough but they didn't have a backup plan at quarterback their backup plan was this JUCO kid that they didn't expect to play at all Blake Kemp to be the starter and to end up throwing like 40 times a game also the other part of that plan was to move James Summers who I believe came in as a he either came in as a running back receiver. He played eight different positions. But he was not supposed to be quarterback. They would put him in. They'd start, you know, they'd do the, the two quarterback system. So they did not have a backup plan ready to go for Kurt Benkert. Benkert is in the NFL. He's gotten one snap and he took a knee. But just to be in the NFL tells you his talent and he, uh, he had some success at Virginia. I think... I, I, my initial thought is Ben Kurt. Just that, well, if he was there that year, they go to a bowl game. Ruffin McNeil doesn't get fired that season. Maybe Jeff Confer wanted him out anyway, and, and would find a reason. But the, I think they don't. They, they don't go five and seven with Ben Kurt. I, that's that. That's easy. And I guess when you put it that way, the long-term impact is yeah. pretty significant. Uh, yeah. It's not just for Wisenhunt, how many Friday, what's our Friday record, and right. it's not just for Ben Kurt that year because coaching changes, which led to if if Ben Kurt doesn't get hurt, is Jeff Confer still here? Because the domino effect was Ben Kurt out, five and seven, rough fired, Confer hires Scotty Montgomery, complete blow up, and and here we are today. This is a big episode of the Butterfly Effect. 
<laughs> I love doing these things too. Like we used to like skip Holtz. Clip. I went I just, to South Florida because Jim Levitt got in trouble. If that didn't happen, what happens? You know, got what? I'm sorry. I, I'd like to compliment you. This is perhaps the greatest, the greatest job you have ever done at dodging a topic. Oh, East U baseball. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this has been incredible. I'm like the Matrix guy. I'm like. ECU baseball, uh, last night's game's coming at me, and I dodge it, and it goes right over my head. Uh, I like a, a fun, this isn't really a would you rather, but a fun, I don't know, a fun starting point, fun question. Um, Robert says, Wiz and Hunt didn't leave because of family issues. Robert, you might be thinking of Gardner Minshew. Yeah, because that's the reason why he... That was the move closer to family thing. Ben Kurt left because, well, I don't know. Maybe he was upset he was not just given the starting job and had to go earn it. Or he, I don't know. I don't know what we've had him on the show and he talked about, he didn't really dive into it too much on why he left, but uh, ended up at Virginia. We went with, was that the Philip Nelson started? Ben Kurt and Nelson were battling in the off in the spring, and then Ben Kurt left. I don't know. Mine's a little cloudy. Y'all can help me out with that one. Uh, but if you would like to chime in on that hypothetical um, or the answer to that question, you can do so. Facebook Live, give us a call three one seven twelve fifty. Chime in on the Twitter. However, you go about your business. Pirates lost last night. Good grief! What happened in the ninth, CJ? I I think Gross stayed out there too long. I think it was pretty apparent after the first couple batters that something was missing. And I guess we we had just thrown out so many guys to that point that it was we were kind of in a situation of well, if they tie this game, we need to we only have a few arms left and we need to prolong the amount of time that they can be out here Mayhew threw two innings Trey Savage one inning Garrett Saylor gave up some runs uh, an inning and two third Carter Spivey two thirds of an inning Agnos two thirds of an inning Terwilliger one inning I guess the question there is do you keep him in or do you go with Gross uh, Cliff Godwin made the decision to go with Gross who's at times been really good this year and it did not work out that's the odd thing too is I mean, he gave up four runs in the ninth for a guy who, like you said, he's been shaky at times, but this is not, this isn't anything close to what we could have expected out of him. And it's, I mean, I don't know. The writing was on the wall. We had, uh, I think it was two on and one had already come across. So you're kind of asking for it at that point. Jake Hunter comes in, gets the final outs. East Carolina threatened a bit in the ninth, a great at bat from, and that ODU has a really good lefty closer throwing 99 <laughs> yeah yeah um and amac got down quickly oh two i want to say and then drew a walk got to second after um whoever was batting i don't recall got a piece of it oh it was um cj boyd i believe oh, yeah. pinch, pinch hitting, hitting. hit yes. it to first so he got a runner on second one out and then a couple of quick k's right to yep. end the game so Pirates fall last night. They will uh, get back at it against Wichita State. And, again, I expect East Carolina to come out and uh, and win that series this weekend against the Shockers. All right. Um, and now I think we got bad news on the Herald front. Uh-oh. 
Uh, looks like. Looks like. Yeah, when you get into the bunker and then the next update says, oh my God, leaves it in the bunker, that's not good. That's not good at all. That is wasting a shot pretty much. So we'll have an update on where HV3 stands. We'll also talk some MLB opening day. Braves playing tonight at 8 o'clock. I saw CJ was excited about baseball for a, a fleeting moment. Just one. We'll, uh, we'll tell you why. And... We'll talk to Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. O's are back on Pirate Radio. We'll have our first broadcast coming up Saturday. It is opening day, but the Orioles don't play till Friday. It's a day game, so we won't carry it. We'll have Pirate Radio live. But we will have some O's baseball on the weekend that you can tune into right here on Pirate Radio. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, HB3, a bogey on seven. He is now plus two. Sergio gets one back. He is plus one. Uh, your leader is Cameron Smith at six under par, day one of the Masters. Uh, it is opening day for Major League Baseball. Excited to watch the Braves tonight on ESPN2. Uh, the national TV schedule for opening week, I saw MLB put this out earlier today. They have 11 games listed throughout, and they're including Apple TV, uh, I guess, as a national tv schedule so yeah, it's, on friday nights it's games on espn2 mlb network apple tv fox sports one espn and tbs those are those are the games listed here 11 games let me read off a few of those national tv games for week one uh friday friday night or excuse me friday at one red sox yankees saturday on uh, fs1 at four o'clock red sox yankees Sunday, remember there's 11 of these. I'm just listing off a few of them. Sunday, 7 o'clock, ESPN, Red Sox, Yankees. Um, Oh, we have a special Sunday at 7 o'clock on ESPN 2, Red Sox, Yankees. So if you miss it on ESPN, you can catch it on ESPN 2. Next Thursday, April 14th, Blue Jays, Yankees why why i don't don't understand why why it's now look as a red sox fan i appreciate being able to watch red sox baseball but there are plenty of other teams that we could be watching as well like the pirates (laughs) well (laughs) will do the pirates have a national tv game this year they're like the hornets of baseball 
And the Hornets have actually had a few. Cause they're, I was about to say, that's very generous of you. Now, Thank you. I guess the Bobcats of baseball. Okay. That'd be that's better. better. That's a lot better. So a whole lot of Yankees and a whole lot of Red Sox Yankees uh, that you'll be able to watch. And baseball is just not readily available unless you have MLB TV. So uh, if you are searching out a game, you'll likely see the Brock's Bombers in action a lot uh, this opening week. No surprise, just uh, passing it along. All right, let's for a uh, team that hasn't really done much of anything these last few years. Exactly, but I get it; they're the most popular team, whatever. But uh, but just like a little more of a mix, and uh, the champions get shown tonight, and that's it for national TV for a week. So I don't know. Just throw. You're it not out bitter, there. are you? I, I don't really care about that part of it. I do care that the Yankees are featured, and what did I say? In half of the in the national TV games, yeah, for yeah. one for the first week. Um, all right, let's let's uh, talk more AL East and MLB with Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, our first ma- uh, chat with Mark in the 2022 calendar year as we get ready for opening day. O's will get underway on Friday, but uh, we'll talk about the O's and the season ahead with Mark now as he joins us. Mark, how you doing, man? Cliff, I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, one of these years we'll actually get to talk about an Orioles team <laughs> with uh, some good things going on. Maybe this will be the start of, uh, start of that year. Well, Mark, uh, I've had some different voices on in the past, and unfortunately, since we've been doing this for a few years now, there has uh, not been a lot to be excited about in Birdland, but hopefully that is uh, slowly turning around. Let's talk about this year's Orioles team, Mark, and if you look at the win totals and the projections, the Orioles are at the bottom of Major League Baseball. So uh, going into a year where you know you're going to have to cover this team for 162 games, you're also a fan, watch this team, root for this team. What are the what are the bright sides? What are the, the positive spins you're putting on it to, uh, to start this 2022 season? Well, you know, Cliff, through spring training, I had really been hoping that uh, one of the big positive stories would be that we'd get the top prospect, Adley Rutschman, making his debut on opening day. But uh, he ended up getting hurt shortly after the lockout ended in a minor league game. Uh, and it was a strained triceps that shut him down for a few weeks. So he got taken out of the picture. Um, so, I mean, as far as stuff to be excited about for early in the season, it's going to be a lot of kind of individual stories. Uh, of course, it's pretty exciting for me that uh, the Orioles opening day starter, John Means, is the guy who threw a no-hitter last year, which doesn't mean he's going to do great this year. But, you know, that's that's an exciting feather in your cap to have. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Cedric Mullins might be able to follow up on his um season last year where he became the first player in Orioles history to ever have a 30 home run, 30 stolen base season. Um, Trey Mancini, after having a full off season to kind of recover and get ready for the season uh, after last year where his uh, getting ready for the season was impacted by his cancer treatments from 2020. So, you know, those guys I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what they're able to do over the season. Hopefully uh, some more guys come along and have some good stories early in the season. And then once you start getting maybe into the second half, uh, we should start seeing more prospects. I'm hoping it won't be more than about a month before we end up seeing Rutschman. Uh, later in the year, it seems like a pretty strong possibility that top pitching prospects, uh, D.L. Hall and Grayson Rodriguez, could get some time throwing for the Orioles. That That's going to be like your kind of real exciting things for uh, hopefully a better Orioles future that will maybe start showing up in August and September. So, um, you know, in, initially there's fewer stories for the team, but maybe individuals and 
hopefully uh, the team will have some fun stuff going on by August. Mark Brown came to Chad.com joining us. And, uh, Mark, we hope to keep up with you throughout the year, talk some baseball, and keep up with these individuals you're talking about. How, how much, I don't know, noise, excitement, uh, buzz, if any, is there about former Pirate Connor Norby, who is uh, – getting underway with his first full year within the organization after playing with the Pirates last year. What uh, what do you know at this point about Connor Norby? Anybody talking about him right now? Well, you know, Cliff, there are some uh, prospect evaluators out there who say Norby is among the top ten prospects in the Orioles system. Uh, some people are really excited about his plate discipline. Uh, I know when he was at East Carolina, he very nearly had um, – as many walks as he did strikeouts, which is always a very good sign for college hitters. Uh, even in, after his pro debut, he was again very close to having the same number of walks and strikeouts, which, you know, in the era where a number of batters are really trying to hit home runs and not worried about striking out more, sometimes you get guys strike out in 30% of their plate appearances, which is crazy. So Norby obviously is not one of those guys if he's able to get one walk to one strikeout. So, um, uh, he's going to start out the season for the Orioles' high A affiliate, the Aberdeen Ironbirds, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how he does there. I think by the end of the season, he could really end up being one of the uh, more interesting Orioles prospects. So hopefully there will be some good stuff for that ECU guy. Mark Brown came to Chad.com, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live as we get you ready for the 2022 Major League Baseball season. Mark, I asked this question to a Carolina Panthers fan last Friday. I'll ask you, it's almost not fair to ask you, but in the situation the Orioles are in, but do you, I guess in a perfect world, if you had your druthers, do you, would you rather have it the way the NFL is set up where it is designed for just about everybody to be even? And if you're bad last year, you have a chance to be good just the following year or the design baseball has where there's no salary cap. If you have an owner and uh, a front office that wants to spend money and bring in guys they can do so. If you don't, you're kind of screwed. Um, wh- what formula do you like? You, you have seen the bad that, that one of those formulas can bring you. So I imagine you might go, <laughs> I don't know, you might want the NFL route right now uh, for the Orioles. But how about overall, generally speaking, which uh, which model do you like for your sports league? You know, Cliff, I don't, I don't want to totally dodge out of your hypothetical, but it's, it's really tough to just imagine baseball being like football in that way because just the nature of baseball prospects, you've got this kind of multi-year minor league saga uh, trying to develop players before they show up. So you don't, you don't even have the chance to do the uh, kind of instant impact of yeah. the NFL first-round pick is coming in. And, you know, especially if it's a quarterback, they're shoving that guy in right away and uh, hoping for the best, like – uh, it, you can't really approximate that in the way that baseball players develop. But, um, I mean, just in general, yes, I wish there was a way that the Orioles could just snap their fingers. <laughs> uh, you know, suddenly it's going to be good again. Uh, I, I know I've seen from your Twitter you're, uh, you're big into the sports bets. I believe the Orioles at the casinos are at an over-under on win total at, uh, I think, 62 and a half. Mm. It's basically, like, right about can they avoid 100 losses. Right. Um, which, if they do, uh, if they lose a hundred or more, it's going to be the uh, the fourth straight uh, 162 game length season with that. So, you know, that, that's not going to be fun as a fan for anybody that's been putting up with that. Um, certainly, um, I, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's not like even for in the Orioles' case, like how much can they just spend in one season? Because you know, free agents aren't going to want to come here yeah. after they've just lost so many games. You know, they got to show something first. 
So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that guys like uh, Rutschman, Rodriguez, and Hall and maybe some of the other uh, slightly less-known prospects are able to kind of build a little momentum, and then they can maybe open up the, the Angelos family uh, pocketbook a little bit. Mark Brown joining us. Mark, uh, I guess we're going to project the Orioles not to make the postseason in 2022. What other AL East teams missed the postseason this year? It's almost easier to ask that than, than who's going to make it because it's such a good division. Which team gets left out? A lot of people love the Blue Jays this year. You know about the Yankees and, and the Red Sox, and of course the Rays are always there. So, you know, who's making it? Who's missing it out of the AL East this year? It's really going to be close. You know, Clip, there's a there's a baseball website I like called Fangraphs.com that put out their projected standings just just um, just today. And for the American League East, they projected all four of the Blue Jays, Rays, Yankees, and Red Sox to have an 88 and 74 record. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, at least that one projection, uh, they're all kind of seeing a very similar thing. So. You know, uh, even with the expanded playoffs, at least one of those teams, and possibly two, is probably going to miss out. Uh, and then, of course, the Orioles are sitting at 0.0% chance of uh, making it, even with the expanded playoffs. But, you know, it's uh, so, you know, it, the more you expand, like, I, you kind of get the same with the just concluded NCAA tournament. Like, they went from 64 to 68, and it's still every year it's like, oh, well, the last four out, they really got snubbed. And, you know, it's it's still going to be the same where it's just, now it's the seventh best team. Uh, feels like oh, we just missed out, but you know, um, I, I kind of hope it's going to be the Angels' year to finally make it. Uh, just because it's a shame if the team with Trout and Shohei Otani uh, can't really get into the postseason and make some noise there. But uh, you know, uh, any anything can happen except probably the Orioles being good. <laughs> Mark, I was going to ask you about that. It looks like the White Sox will run the Central, and then out west, you've got two teams who have kind of gone about it different ways, who are trying to make postseason noise for the first time in a long time. For the Mariners, it's a really long time, but they have have started to build something. They won 90 games last year and missed out on the postseason. And then you got the Angels, who have MLB's top two players in the the top 100 players poll uh, and in the the rankings. They've got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and they miss the playoffs or either don't advance in the playoffs every single year. So uh, are the Mariners, do you still think they're a little far away? Because you still have the big bad Astros, obviously, in that division. If you think the Angels could make it this year, I guess you're you're squeezing the Mariners out. And both of those teams are going to have to contend with the Texas Rangers in the uh, in the AL West, who made some really big free agent signings over the offseason to kind of, uh, although I said I don't think the Orioles could do it. I mean, the Rangers were not very good last year, and they, they did make some big signings. So maybe the Orioles actually could, and I'm just being a homer. But, um, you know, the Mariners, as you said, they just won 90, and they've got one of these big top prospects that is going to debut on opening day. they got an outfielder named Julio Rodriguez, uh, a signing out of the Dominican Republic a few years ago, who's really seems like a really exciting player. And so drop a guy like that onto their roster. And maybe that's the thing that puts them over the hump and gets them back into the postseason for, uh, I think it's been 2001 was the last time they made it. That's, that's a long time to go without uh, seeing your team in the playoffs. So, you know, 
I, I kind of feel for Mariners fans, and uh, I, I'm also hopeful maybe they can do something this year. How about on the NL side? You've got the big bad Dodgers who have put together this uh, unbelievable lineup, but uh, I still like. I can't believe I'm so excited about a brave season, Mark. And they lost Freddie Freeman. There was a time where I thought if they lost Freeman, then they'd lose me as a fan. But I was quickly able to get over that when they bring in Matt Olson and sign him to a, a long term deal. The Mets went out, had a big off season. We'll see if that pays off for them. Phillies have Harper. They should be okay. Uh, so that's that's the East, the Central. Seems what Cardinals, Brewers, maybe fighting for that, and then of course the Dodgers, Giants, uh, Padres out west. Well, what do you when you look at the NL? What are your uh, your storylines for this year? Well, for me, the Orioles fan, uh, I'm certainly interested in how the Mets do with Buck Showalter back in. Oh yeah, out. Um, you know, uh, I I uh, I hope he wins the big one. Uh, you know, I don't I, like the end of his tenure was bad. I don't think it was really his fault here. Um, so. You know, the fact that they got Scherzer, uh, I know some Mets fans who are just extremely excited with that. I mean, that's, again, as an Orioles fan, I can't even imagine what that's like, that suddenly your team just goes out and just gets a pitcher of that caliber. Uh, and it's not like he's on his last legs. There's pretty good reason to believe he's still going to be good this year. So, you know, that, that's the team I'm going to be watching. Uh, of course, the, the Braves, as you said, I mean, it, it is pretty interesting. Okay, the, the longtime guy, Freddie Freeman, was gone. Uh, and then they traded for, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt Olson is a Georgia guy. So, yeah. Okay, we trade him in and give him the huge contract. And, you know, he's younger, uh, of course, than Freeman and probably even likely to be better for longer than Freeman as a result. So that's that's really interesting for, for, uh, for Atlanta fans there and uh of course, that's coming off the, you know, the uh, the big title. So uh, it, there's a lot worse ways to try and do a mount a title defense. Um, and I, yeah, I'm excited about it. Cincinnati and Atlanta will open up tonight, eight o'clock on ESPN two. The Orioles. What's it like having an opening day and not having those baseball market? That kind of stinks, right? Yes, you know, uh, it's it always feels wrong uh and of course the orioles don't have the 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 early day because they were scheduled to be in the trop so there's no chance of a rain out uh when they're in tropicana field under the dome (laughs) so um yeah i mean i I wish they were starting today but one day what difference does it make and then uh after one series they'll be back at camden yards for the first time and we haven't mentioned here a big storyline is uh, they've moved the fences back in oh, yeah. Camden Yards. That's right. So I'm really interested to see a what that looks like in person, uh, and b what kind of impact that has on the way uh, offense goes in that stadium. Uh, one of the uh, MLB Statcast gurus uh, wrote an article over the last couple uh, couple of months that said basically over the last five years, uh, with if this new fence had been in place there would have been about 200 fewer home runs hit at Camden Yards over the last five seasons. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of home runs that are now going to turn into maybe the left fielder catches them, you know, a few steps shy of the warning track, or maybe it's going to turn into um, more balls get hit over the fielder's head and start bouncing around in the new corner. And so now you're starting to get more doubles and triples uh, instead of all the home runs turning into outs. So uh, it's it's really going to be interesting to see how does that impact the pitching staff, um, how does it impact some of the offensive players, especially right-handed batters. So uh, it, uh, that, aside from any player, that might actually be the, the real interesting storyline <laughs> of the Orioles season is what's the new uh, 
the new fence going to change things for the stadium. Yeah, that's a little funky. And I saw pictures of the construction of it. I've not seen the final product, so I'm just going to wait until uh next week and and check it out when they uh they play a game and i'll i'll flip over there and watch it uh what do you got going on uh at camdenchat.com mark to uh to kick this season off well you know we're we're getting our way ramping up for the season of course our our first game is tomorrow but uh we are uh kind of previewing all the prospects that are in the Orioles system what level they're going to be at uh we've already started minor league recaps because the triple a season uh started on tuesday night uh, we got a place where if anybody wants to drop by and chat, they can introduce themselves. And it is not too late to uh, make your preseason predictions and look like you uh, are gazing into the crystal ball perfectly about some of the things that will happen in the Orioles season. So if you drop by today, that's what we got going on. We will be glad to have you. Awesome stuff, Mark. Great to hear from you again, man. We'll keep in touch and uh, try to chat with you throughout the the baseball season and uh, talk some O's baseball, talk about these individual prospects uh, as they try to rise to the big leagues and and try to turn this uh, this ship around. So good stuff today, Mark. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, man. Sounds good, Cliff. Take care. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Looking at the slate of games. Got uh, one game underway. Uh, here's uh, one for you, Barbet trivia question. CJ, what former pirate, Pittsburgh pirate in this case, had the first hit of the 2022 Major League Baseball season? I know the answer to this, but I'm not going to say it. I don't. He was a good pirate. He was a very good pirate. He was a, well, it only leaves a few. He M- was a fan favorite he as was well. A MVP pirate? McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon, who is a brewer. Had a double for the first hit of the season, and the Brewers lead one nothing over the Cubs in the fifth inning. Coming up tonight, it still puts my brain into a pretzel when I see Guardians and that logo. Guardians at the Royals. Uh, the Pirates play at four fifteen against the St. Louis Cardinals, Mets, and Nationals tonight at seven oh five. Braves, Reds at eight. Astros, Angels, nine thirty. Padres D-backs at 940. Two games postponed today. We're not going to get a chance to see Igo's Mariners uh, as they were uh, supposed to take on the Twins. That one postponed and Red Sox-Yankees postponed. But don't worry, you can see plenty of that series. In fact, every single freaking game of it uh, on national TV. And speaking of the Guardians, uh, Gavin Williams will get his very first start for the Lake County Captains tomorrow. Awesome. Uh, so he will make his uh, professional debut tomorrow on the bump. And Shirley will have a pirate in action coming up on, uh, well, at least his team will, I guess, be in action. Uh, Sean Armstrong is on the Marlins roster, the uh, the opening day mo- roster, and they will begin their season coming up on Friday when they take on the Giants. Yeah, and I need to uh, check um the twins because twins the twins uh because they had a um jarrell cotton was listed on there and he is so he is on the uh twins roster for this year as well okay and uh they were postponed today but we'll keep an eye out for the former pirate righty all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up hour one get you off to hour number two uh brandon manning going to join us to talk some pirate baseball mlb hv3 and more when we return our david price construction countdown to kickoff we'll let you know how many days away we are 
from Pirate Baseball when we return. Pirate Football, sorry. We're one day away from Pirate Baseball. Uh, We'll let you know about football when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech supports for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you here. Hour one has rolled into hour number two. We'll wrap up hour number one right now by asking Shirley Rhodes to back that thing up. That thing is the truck. Kind of missed Chandler here saying, Shirley back that fat truck up throw on the hard hats i'm actually hey, kind of glad that one. he's not here saying that there you go welcome to the uh the crew cj we need somebody to sit there while me and shirley do all the work can you handle that i guess so <laughs> <laughs> uh the ecu football countdown to kickoff brought to you by david price construction Run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532, 919-291-5532, or visit them online, davidpriceconstruction.com, for all your commercial or custom residential and building needs. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. And we are... If my Googling was correct, 149 days away from countdown. Did I get a confirmation from Studio B? Yeah, I did the math on that. And a nice high five. Yeah. Y'all got a nice thing going in there. Well, I mean, I suck at math when it comes to clocks and stuff. but We've learned that earlier this week. Yeah, but (laughs) other than that, I'm doing all right. So 149 days away from real pirate football. You'll get a little appetizer of Pirate Football in two days at the spring game. And our crew, CJ, Jenny, uh, Big Dog, and others will be there covering spring football. Uh, Busy weekend here in Greenville with ECU baseball in town. Uh, Spring football, softball, bark at the park on Sunday. By the way, that game time has been moved up 30 minutes, I believe, on Sunday from 1 o'clock to 1230 uh, for folks wondering. So uh, 1230 Saturday, it'll be some Pirate football. So a couple days away from that, 149 days away uh, from East Carolina, NC State. Sorry. What you got? No, I'm watching Tiger putt. So you drafted Tiger. I did. Yeah. So you got an interest here. He is what? Still one under? He's still one under. I think uh, he had a birdie attempt and he just missed it. So now he's probably got like a little two foot putt here for uh, for par. We had a Harold birdie a moment ago. Harold is now one over through eight, as is Sergio Garcia. So Harold got to two over par, but had a birdie. 
So now just one over. He is tied for 34th. So keeping an eye on HV3 as he plays in his first ever Masters in his first round right now. And I guess, could you say surviving the front nine? Plus one, not great, but right there. And oh dear. Oh dear. Already? <laughs> so I'm following Harold Varner Tracker on Twitter. Um, and two minutes ago, it says, horrible mistake, left it short of the pin, rolled all the way down the hill, but then his next update said, very good pitch, six feet from another huge par. So, Harold right now trying to stay at one over on the ninth. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll have our Masters updates throughout the show on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by DeBuck. And when we return, we will have some ECU baseball talk. Some MLB talk as well with Brandon Manning, former Pirate. He'll join us to talk about what happened last night. Why are these games taking so long? On that note, we'll have our anger management rage room session coming up. If something's bothering you in the sports world or in the world world, you can uh, let us know on Facebook Live, Twitter, or give us a call 317-1250 because we will be raging in hour two as well. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome back to the program. Clip Brock here, Charlie Rhodes, CJ Schaefer producing today's program. And to my left, Brandon Manning joining us, former pirate, former PCC Bulldog, former Viking Raider former a lot of things hey brandon hey clipper good to see you pretty good how are you doing i didn't ask you i just thought it was in like how are you doing a lot but not (laughs) not as good now (laughs) i should have asked how you were doing you were ready to tell me how you were doing and i didn't ask you and that's on me that's uh, i apologize sorry not doing great uh after last night's pirate baseball game (gasps) but we'll talk about that uh brandon uh you're you into golf you watch golf I um I watched the big ones. Yeah. Um. You know it. I I'll watch this. I you know watch every, all the big ones. You know. But when when Tiger's up there, you sort of have to watch. I guess. Yeah. He commands an audience. Uh, we saw a fist pump. I want to say on sixteen, yeah. seventeen. We saw a a long putt and a Tiger fist pump, and got that got the crowd going. Here's our guy, Brandon. God. This guy is, uh, what, you say should be a neighbor of ours in eastern North Carolina? Or that, or on the pitching staff at ECU. He just got the <laughs> hair and the mustache. Cameron Smith, know. who is actually Australian, I Yes, yes, he's an Aussie. Down under, and I, I love him, man. He's got dirty hair, dirty stash. If he's he at ECU, me. Agnos may not take it. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's uh, high praise. Um, by the way, Harold Varner III, bad news, closes out the front nine with a bogey. So he is plus two through nine. But ahead of the cut line. Well, it's early Thursday. What is, there is no cut line. What's the cut line? He's, he's, if he stays right there, he'll be fine. He's tied for 50th. I don't think that's good. Uh, yeah, let's make saying, a birdie. Saying it like that. Let's make a birdie or two. Um, Redbeard already asking who is Brandon going to bring back from the dead this week. Last week it was Paul Bear, I believe. Paul Bear. And this week uh, we'll see if he brings anybody else back. Uh, do, do, you have, do you have anything to rage about today? No. We're going to open up the no. rage room later on this hour. No, I, not nothing. Uh, my uh, Little League baseball rage from last week, or Pee Wee baseball. Excuse me. Pee Wee baseball. That. God knows. Got a lot of a lot of talk about that. Uh, we will be raging later this hour, uh, but right now we will talk some pirate baseballs. East Carolina Falls last night. Did you uh, did you go to the game? So no, I had a game. My son had a game, but uh, we so got, you could have gone after that. We well, we got out. My wife's phone died, and my phone was about dead. And she's like, I think it's like the fifth or sixth inning. So we go to tiebreakers in Winterville, new location. Oh yeah, um, I've not been there. I've rode great. I hadn't been there. Great. It's it's uh, I, I love it there. Um, and uh, we were sitting there watching it, and we pulled the phone up. I put I charged my phone up just enough, put it on the table because they didn't have yes. They said they couldn't watch the game so we put the phone on the table and watched and it's the fourth and yes yeah. like, man we could have went um but uh i did watch the game um i watched a few things that were not good i watched a few things that were great i uh, just couldn't finish it out could not close the deal with a three-run lead in the ninth old dominion scores four they hit the long ball we knew that going into the game they also it's funny everything scooter said yesterday previewing the game kind of came true old dominion we know they can hit they they hit the long ball he also said they need to clean things up in the field the pirates can take advantage of some of their errors i saw one collision in the outfield where the guy actually made the catch for old dominion but they had three errors last night and it felt like and ec was in a position to brandon take advantage of that win the game but couldn't do it you know early in the game i think we uh there was a we had a runner on first and hoover laid down a drag simple drag it was more of a um a sacrifice to get him a second but they had to like it was a mental error we got on base we scored some runs and if we could have done that a couple more times, I think we would have been okay. But actually, it was our our errors that kind of not not physical errors, more pitching errors that caused us the game. Looking at the box score, three hits for Zach Agnos in the leadoff spot, three for five, scored a run. Hoover did have one hit on the night. Alec Makarevich only had one hit, but got on base a ton because he had three walks last night. Uh, scored a couple of runs, knocked in a run, and there was a little bit of a threat in the ninth as AMAC had a great at bat, got down 0-2 to that world-class closer that ODU has and was able to, to reach uh, first, got to second, but the Pirate uh, rally came up short. Uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward hit the bomb last night, three-run uh, home run to give the Pirates a three-run lead. Uh, he was pulled from the game and uh and did not get to hit late in that game maybe if he's in things change i don't know but uh eight to seven the final 14 hits for old dominion the pirates use nine pitchers i believe brandon is that wait eight pitchers probably let me let me count them real quick because two four six eight plus 11 on a sunday makes 19 pitchers in the last two games for ecu that's a lot but they're not throwing a lot of pitches. Uh, they're getting their in. I mean, but it, I know it, they're 
basically throwing bullpens at that point in time that they're going to do midweek anyway to get them ready for the weekend. Do, do, you, do you, you, you like this strategy? Uh, Guys going if, one if inning. We, if we don't have a guy that's going to give us uh, six, seven, eight innings during the week, I mean, yeah. why, not, why not go out there and run them out 25, 30 pitches and you're right, the, bullpen. the number of pitches, I mean, that's not really my concern. I, I guess I don't have a concern. It's just, that's just, I don't know. Can you find your groove? Are guys no. hitting their max when they get to 21, 14, 23 pitches? I don't know. I, I think Clist is trying to make something work. He, he's yeah. trying. He, he really, yeah, he really he's is trying, trying. But, you know, what hurt us a lot uh, early in the game yesterday, we were up. Uh, I don't know if it was 3-1 or we were up a couple of runs and we had two outs and we, and we walked guys. Two out, two out walks are always going to bite you in the butt. You ask any coach, <clears throat> two out walks, never good. Two out walk, bam, they score two runs, tie the game up on us. That's not that's not going to do well for any pitcher, and that's going to make a coach furious. Well, another conference series coming up this weekend, Brandon, and my thought now is that I think – I don't know if ECU is going to go on one of those 15, 18-game winning streaks this year, winning 18-20. to 20. What I do think is they're going to grind out series wins, and I expect another one – this weekend, just like they got in uh, Cincinnati. So, um, Wichita State this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. That, and I said a few weeks ago, we had to beat NC State. We got we had to beat them twice. Um, ODU was going to have to be a win eventually, and we were going to have to beat Wichita. We needed to sweep Wichita State. We didn't beat NC State. <laughs> didn't beat Wait, ODU. wait, wait. To do what? To, that, that was the only chance we had. We had to win the, win the series in Cincinnati, which we did. We had to beat NC State to get in as to, a what at large or at, to no host? To, just to get it to host. We're not going to host anymore. That's out the window. I agree. I don't totally think the window. But now to to have a good seed to get a good location, we have to sweep this series. I okay. I, I'm with you there, but I still feel like I, I just going off what I've seen and what I think the rest of the way is going to look like. I don't see an at large for this team. Now that it's still possible because you got so many games and. You can sweep, but if you just win series throughout this conference season, I don't know if that's going to be enough for East Carolina. No, you know we talked about it. They needed to win the series away and sweep at home, and, I, and I'm still holding to that. And they can still do that. They can still do that, and that's going to get them how many more weekends? I mean, I don't know how many wins. Surely, I need you to do some more math. Um, you sure you want Shirley on that? Yes. Are you Shirley? So win the series two out of three on the road, sweep at home. How many wins does that get us, Shirley? Get get a pen and paper. Your abacus, is that abacus? All right. Well, I'll tell you what we have left. We got all right. Home series, away series, away series, home series, away series, home series, home series. <laughs> Just watching you count on your fingers is funny. To me. I got to eighteen. I got yeah, eighteen. That's okay. right, eighteen. So Good that would job, be eighteen, guys. Wins. All right. Yeah. So 18 wins, what does that put us right there? Brandon, that would put us at 34. 30, 34. Wait, are we? what about like a midweek stuff? Uh, ooh, I mean, who we got midweek left? Well, you got Elon, you got W, you got State, and the Dukies and Campbell. So let's say we beat Elon. Three or four more? Let's let's just say we, we split that all that up. We have to get the 37 for an at-large. All right, and so the math is there, but that math includes winning two on the road and sweeping at home throughout. That's right. Okay, tall task, but can be done. And this is 
if you do this, you get in as an at-large, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. If you get to 37, I think you'll get in as an at-large. But if you don't get to 37, you better win the tournament. And you're going to have a sparkling conference record at that point, and then you win two or three. Heck, you win two or three more in the tournament conference tournament. You're close to that magic 40 number. You are, but at this point in time, we don't have enough quality wins against you know top-tier programs to host. So I, I'm not talking about host. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. At-large. Getting in. All right, uh, Brandon Manning joining us. Happy opening day. Kind of a weird one because we were expecting some Red Sox-Yankees earlier this day, and that was postponed. You do have a game going on now with the Cubs and Brewers, but I don't I don't like that not every team's playing on opening day. I don't. It's a very small gripe. Was that part of the Was that part of the bargaining agreement that so many games for this and so many games for that, uh-huh. so they could say have more TV money? Well, they're throwing games on all kinds of networks. I can tell you that. Yeah, but hey, it's the greatest day of the year for Cubs fans because they're not in last place. Wow, why are you shooting Cubs fans? It's, it, it, you ask any Cubs fans; they always like opening day because there's always and in Mets fans, there's always that chance. I remember in the '90s, like I enjoyed watching. The, it was more for Harry Carey than anything, and Ron Sandberg. I, I like the player. I mean, the, the Sosa thing that was fun, Mark Grace, but like it was more for Harry Carey. But I loved. Because they were the lovable losers. You could always count on them to lose, but they had the fans packed in. So, yeah, from that standpoint, you're right. I loved watching day baseball in Wrigley after school. You know, watch a little Saved by the Bell and then uh, head over once baseball. A little WGN. Heck, yeah. With the Bulls and the Cubs in the 90s was clutch. Yeah, no doubt. It was. All right. um, I'll tell you what. Do you want to hang out another segment? Sure. That That was a short segment. 421. We got okay. two more break. Right, I got to practice good break management here. Break management. Don't get me raging. Yeah. Or maybe you should. Load management for uh, clip. Well, uh, take a timeout. Come back. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. We'll, we, 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 we will rage when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday after this. to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. What a round for Tiger Woods. Some of you might be tired of the hype, want to see other golfers, hear about other golfers, but he finishes today one under. And uh, it's good news for Shirley Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, good news for golf fans as well, Brandon. Brandon wanted the uh, – boy, Tiger's got a nice bald spot. <laughs> that is a skin yarmulke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well described. You should be on the radio. Uh, Brandon, we were watching the last putt on 18. It, we thought it was for birdie, but it was for par. But, Brandon, you wanted – you said you wanted to fist pump, and then you went, I want the – 
the when he followed it and pointed it we into the, the point hole. uppercut yeah. fist pump he wanted the whole combo but instead we got nothing because he just sank a uh, par putt uh brandon you talk about he's been laboring today he's looks like he's walking okay he's mm-hmm. smiling is he grimacing or smiling? <laughs> a little of both, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. So uh, we'll, he's about to do all his interviews. We'll see how he's uh, feeling. But, man, uh, that's a, that's all he could ask for today. He's three shots back after one round. That's right. I I, I don't I don't know what the what everybody was expecting, but I was not expecting that. Uh, Harold had a chance for birdie at nine, did not get it. He is two over. Uh, or on 10, I should say. He is two over through 10, headed to the 11th. So hopefully we get some coverage of uh, Harold. Tie for the lead just happened on the 17th. Scotty Scheffler. All right. Um, do y'all have anything to rage about today? You upset about anything? I've got some minor gripes. They could turn into rages. CJ's, I think, got a, a rage Uh-oh. or two. Got multiple. Oh, good. <laughs> Is work making you furious? Are the kids making your blood boil? Does your ex have you seeing red? There's a way to release that anger, and it's right here in Greenville. Let your next therapy session be at Anger Management Rage Room, Greenville's premier rage room. At Anger Management, you are free to smash, bash, and destroy inanimate objects in a specially designed rage room that gives you space to vent in ways that could create trouble in the outside world for more information check out anger management's website at anger mgmtnc.com and book your therapy session today only i had one person chime in about what they were angry about today and i don't understand it so maybe you guys can uh help me out with it it was <laughs> from brad He says, I was watching this good movie called Signs, and the aliens came, and everybody was scared. And then it turns out, all you need to do is pour some water on the aliens, and it kills the aliens. So you could be washing your car, then just spray the alien, and that would do it? I'm not not sure what he's upset about. How easy it is to kill aliens? That should be a good thing, right? That would be promising. I agree. Is he wanting something a little bit more dramatic? He wants some more of a challenge? Something like the garlic for a vampire or something like that? Here's a cross. You have to drive a stake into the heart of the aliens? So was it a silver stake or a wooden stake? Wooden stake. Yes. Yes. But there is a silver bullet for For a werewolf. Werewolf. There you go. But for an alien, in this case, Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson, all they had to do was pour water on the aliens. Joaquin. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have a golf shot. That was a great golf shot. All right. Nobody saw it. So, Brad, I don't understand uh, your issue, but look, if that's what's making you rage today, I appreciate you getting it out, and I hope you feel better. I'm raging about M. Night Shyamalan movies. Why can't they all be as good as Signs or Sixth Sense? Why do they have to suck after that? I have not watched the most recent one, Old. I'm raging about the sixth sense and Bruce Willis and how we're never going to freaking see Bruce Willis again. Good point. He is uh, calling it a career due to some type of asplasia. Yeah. I'm raging about four and a half hour baseball games on a random Wednesday night. Really? That's a problem? That's a huge, huge problem. It's a problem when you're out there for four and a half hours. My goodness, man. We got to do something. When you use 27 pitchers, it takes time to warm them up. Slow walk to the mound. Mm. Slow walk from the mound. Mm. Warm it up. Pitcher comes in, throws two-thirds of an inning. Let's bring another one in. This guy's hair. 
Brandon, nobody can see what you're talking I know, about. No, you can. <laughs> that dude right there. We're raging right now. We're not watching golf. I'm not. I'm watching this guy right. Look at that. <laughs> it is a great look. Look at that. Everybody, look at Cameron Smith. He is the most anti-rage. He makes me feel at peace with the world. If Every, he doesn't sing country music on his off days, I don't know what he does. Everybody should look like Cameron Smith. And people could say I have a mullet. Well, I just have like long hair. He's got it nice and parted. He's got at like the teased. Top. And he's got it all it, it, coming he's down. He's all business up front and party, party. in the back. He is shave shave the on back. the fifth on front and then like random <laughs> random surfer in the back. CJ, how do we make the game shorter? Oh my God. Force people to pitch more. I don't Do we have to bring in the three batter minimum like Major League Baseball did? We're going to have to. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really do think that they do need to hurry the heck up. It, as a as a former fielder, somebody that played in the field and behind the plate, nothing was more aggravating than to see a pitcher go up there and lift their fingers, wipe it off, lift their fingers, wipe it off, adjust their hat, adjust whatever they have going on in their back pocket, or do something, then shake a ball off, call timeout. It takes time. Hurry up. You're saying this as a baseball guy. You love baseball. I do love baseball. These long games are making me hate baseball. Dread baseball. I mean, there's... I don't mind... uh, Pace of play. I am used to now a four-hour football game. Three and a half hours. Yeah. And it is what it is. I I enjoy football, watching football more than baseball. What's longer to you, the the fifth quarter call-in or the game? Depends on what happens during (laughs) said game. We could do a two-hour fifth quarter that feels like seven hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, I agree with that one, CJ. Got to speed these guys. I just don't. It's not going to happen. You're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. We're just going to have to sit through it. Grin and bear it. Something we don't have to sit through. My second rage clip, CJ's Roman Reigns Championship Crusade. Do I dress them, Brandon? Not any longer, but my Good. son has got into it slightly oh, nice. in the last few weeks, so I'm be forced to. Right. Well, get him to hop on my bus. We're sick of Roman Reigns. 600 days as champion. Why, Clip? Why has he been champion for 600 days? I can't you know? answer that. But... All right, good. I'll answer it for you. Oh. They released everybody. Oh, yeah. Here, let me read you because a quick AEW's list of Because AEW is better. Thank you. Let me read you a quick, quick list of names. You'll know them all. All right. Daniel Bryan. Of course. Bray Wyatt. Yep. Keith Lee. Yep. Samoa Joe. Oh, man. Cesaro. Yeah. Adam Cole. Friend of the show. Rusev. Jeff Hardy. All released within the past two years. And more. There's more. All could have been reasonable options to take championship off of Roman Reigns, but instead, I'm sitting through my generation's version of Triple H's Reign of Terror. Every Monday, every Friday now, because he's got to work both shows, because he just beat Brock Lesnar in... 12 minutes, by the way. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled a longer match than Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. <laughs> 14 minutes for Steve Austin. And it wasn't minutes. great, was but the he got that it. bad? The stoner on Vince McMahon yeah, it, was, it was very bad. I, did, I, didn't, I have not seen a highlight of it yeah. or anything. I just heard y'all talking about it. And you should have saved that for your rage. That is not on Stone Cold because he delivered no, some that, great stunners. on 87-year-old Vince McMahon. Right. He delivered some great stunners on McAfee. Austin, and, uh, Theory. Austin Theory and uh, Sexton. Sexton. What's his name? Byron. Yeah. Byron, Byron Sax. Um, <laughs> that girl. That woman is still doing. Here's your. Uh, here you go. You can watch it. Brandon just likes to watch stuff. I do. It's like I a little it. kid in I here. Get it. Squirrel. I get it. Um, well, there's no end in sight to Roman Reigns' reign of terror. And right. That's the problem. Everybody that you see right now on TV. Rome, Roman Reigns has already beat him. And Vince 
built this up. He's wanted this for a decade now. Yep. He's not. I mean, he was not going to let Cody Rhodes end it, is he? I guess not. I, I don't know. I, I tweeted it a few days ago. WWE sacrificed an entire generation of wrestlers to get Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for a, a title unification match. And it sucked. Yeah. And now we have to watch more of Roman Reigns. I will say this. It took forever, but the Roman Reigns character is top-notch, it's, at least. It's a great character. That They, they just, at least figured that out. It took them way too long. Mm-hmm. I'm All just right. sick of watching him beat everybody. CJ's raging. Thanks, CJ. Charlie, you raging about anything? You know how when you, you get to a point where you rage so much that you just are calm about it? Uh, you That's even scarier. That's like serial killer type stuff. Yeah. I am I I'm so sick and tired of the 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 talking heads of various sporting uh, channels talking about how surprised they are that the Lakers didn't make the playoffs oh. in the NBA. Shut up. They shut up. If you have LeBron in your team, expect it. Expect it. Hold on, I got to pull up the best tweet of all time again. LeBron. Oh, yes. yes, you have to bring up the... the uh, LeBron look, James. Look, word for word, I, I know that there's been a lot of comparisons to LeBron and Michael Jordan, but the difference to me is is that, one, Michael Jordan won six championships with the same team, essentially the same coach, and he made the players that played with him better. There, he made Steve Carr better. He made Kukoc Kerr. better. Kerr, excuse me. Bill Winnington. He, Luke Longley. Horace Grant. Luke Grant. Dennis Rodman. Ron Harper. Can I finish? Can someone say Luke Longley? Yes. Okay. He said it. John Paxson. Oh. Scotty Pippen. He Wasn't made all. He, he, uh, I don't know if there was center. a John. Uh, Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. That was that's who it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that he bounced from team to team to team and whined and complained and got his coach fired and got. Multiple coaches fired at in L.A. The players he brought in that was supposed to be this Charles super Hoagley. group didn't pan out. That's As a matter right, of fact, Charlie. they've gotten freaking worse. That's I mean, right. two words, Russell Westbrook. They keep getting smacked on TV. I don't like the rumor I, going around that Charlotte might trade for Russell Westbrook. I don't like that MVP rumor either. Before he got to LeBron James. But that's now, what I'm saying. His drop off was weird. Very weird. That's what I'm saying. He has been... Because you got to keep LeBron's you know, touches up. Dis- despite some of the astronomical numbers that LeBron has put up there, to me, what? he is a cancer to a team. Who else is going to score in the his- oh, in Michael yeah. Jordan's hey, career history? Hey, hey, a cancer hey. to a team. He did win a championship with L.A. He won a championship Bubble with L.A. Bubble championship doesn't but, count. Uh, okay. Mm. Bubble championships don't count. All right. Look, the, the only respectable, in my opinion, because this, of course, is my rage, it's my opinion. The only respectable championship he earned was the one with Cleveland. He didn't re- – I don't think the, the respect is not there with the Heat because he built that team as like a super team. I'm Gone are the days that. of the NBA when back in the day every team matched up. They had a superstar on the team, and it was a big head-to-head matchup. I love this. Like when Jordan would play the Indiana Pacers, and they had to go face-to-face with Reggie, uh, Reggie Miller – or if they played the Suns, they played Charles Barkley. There was always well, somebody that would came get, from the Sixers. It came, it, it, will you let me finish? Oh yeah, go ahead. But my point is, is that you've got this guy who who is supposed to be the goat in all this, 
And all he does is move from team to team chasing championships and chasing rings, but he's making everybody miserable around him. You know, in my opinion and in my, you know, rage, Jordan made everybody around him better because he pushed you. He challenged you, even in practice. What the hell is LeBron doing? Here's something for you. That's all I'm saying. I got one. Let's see him go play football for two years and come in his prime and come back and win more freaking championships. No, not going to happen. It's not in his DNA to be that kind of guy like Jordan was. Yeah. Sorry. In in Michael Jordan's career, that brought up another idea. And he's worse in Space Jam than Michael Jordan was. Yes. Oh, even my son has said that. In Michael Jordan's career in the postseason, he has more games where he scored fifty or more than games where he scored less than twenty. He won't let himself lose. All right. And LeBron a, gets a hangnail and he's out for three games. Jordan points. drops forty some odd points when he has the flu. All right, Charlie, I have <clears throat> I got a tweet from for you in LeBron James's words. Please, that he said before the season. I gotta keep right. talking. Keep talking about my squad. Our personnel ages. The way he plays. He stays injured. We're past our prime in this league. Etc. 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 Do me one favor, please. And I mean please. Keep that same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you. Crown emoji. Hashtag how many rings you got. This isn't even the team that he should have had. When The point I was originally going to bring up. Before they got Russell Westbrook. The Lakers front office wanted DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. But they they were in talks with LeBron and Anthony Davis, who both had a say. And because DeMar wanted a third year on his contract, they weren't willing to give it to him. So they gave it to Russell Westbrook, who had less time on his contract. So you could have had career resurgence DeMar DeRozan. Brandon Ingram. We could have had a very young Brandon Ingram. Yes, every player they let go. That Yeah, that's a completely different point. Did you point. mention every- Ball? Because that was before then, too. Yeah. Lonzo Ball. Uh, oh, I, even I can't now, play with those guys. They don't know how to play with me. They're doing swell without you there, Bron. Every player that leaves him is getting better. The what does that tell better. you? Ingram, what does that tell you? I, well, I said yesterday he's, he's tarnishing he's a, he's that a legacy. Blessed, he's a blessed Oma. A who? Cancer. Huh. I didn't know you were The way doctor. he plays anymore, the way he plays now, doesn't complement a modern basketball team anymore. He needs to be able to shoot like all yeah. of his peers can True. at his size and at his height. All right. Good rage, Shirley. All right. I like it. Uh, Chad's raging that all these people think the Titans are going to trade A.J. Brown. He also rages when he sees people that he knows who live here and that don't tweet hashtag best bar subdogs. That's a great point. Good That's rage. Very good point. Uh, Brad is raging that we no longer get to hear Feldman's feelings. Wow. I well, didn't. he tweeted his feelings earlier today because he got a ticket at the University of Texas. <laughs> he got a parking God, ticket. God, if he was on the show today, we'd hear that quite a bit. So, oh, yeah. No uh, no Feldman's feelings, and Brad is uh, raging about that. All right, good stuff. That's the uh, Rage Room sesh. I had a very small one. Go ahead, Brandon. I had a very small one. We, we were talking about pace of play for baseball, yeah. four-hour baseball games. Yeah. So in high school and younger, umpires get crapped on. They get treated bad by parents. They get treated bad by everything. But when you're in college and you're in the pros, you should never make the game about you and stare down opposing benches, stare down opposing players, and do everything. It takes away from the freaking game. You're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be 98% correct. Just do that and keep it between the lines. They really once. make that much? Joe, Joe West was making known up there, bud. All right. and lost your calling. Yeah, um, 
all right good good rage yeah. i like that I, it's it's like a long snapper an o-lineman it's best if we don't know your name and who you yes. are and the same you token, need to blend in I, I was talking to an umpire last night in my son's game six seven and eight year olds he was playing an uh, umpire in a game and it was just him and another umpire they missed a foul call that did not cost no team the game the player that got called foul and ended up getting out their parents followed him in his car oh, a mile boy. and a half to the gas station and stared him down come on people relax chill out it is not going to change the way the earth spins <laughs> thank you brandon uh brandon's ludicrous brandon's <laughs> weekly little league rage yes. here on the anger management rage, room rage uh check out anger mgmtnc.com book your therapy session today you can do it right here in greenville north carolina right down the road from where we are and get the rage out now what happened freaking text message just because i fill out something because i bought a t-shirt online don't mean i want text message every five minutes <laughs> to say freaking buy this deal Thank no you. i said stop i replied stop to this guy at least five times a day stop he can get stop i don't I, want to buy your your polo from whitewater life i went here Heck to buy this you. one thing now i get yes. more texts from you than my mother it was a birthday present it wasn't even for me oh. chill out all right there we go. That just happened. That was that just happened, folks. This feels good. We right need there. to uh, to end on a good note. So here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and people uh, complaining about parking spots also makes me mad. Uh, <laughs> Here he uh, I got a uh, tweet from <laughs> Hannah Manning, and Hannah said we were talking about turkey calls no. yesterday with Bryce Williams. Daggum. She says <laughs> get Brandon to do his turkey mm. call when he's on the radio so i think we should end on a good note and uh and hear your turkey call brandon all right so no call right no call everybody ready charlie can you cut the music we need this clean pretty good that was impressive all right, that was your dolphin flipper call. Now do the turkey call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That did sound flipperish, but uh, it does. So Brandon said he's good at that. Obviously, we just heard it, but you said there's two. It's it's a whole different thing to get one to come to you. Yeah, you don't sit there and do that. You don't gobble out a turkey. You don't do stuff like that. I mean, it that just, don't help nothing. That really doesn't. That's that's cool. That's a cool. I guess a party trick, something like that. <laughs> hey, like, check hey, out my buddy check over out here. Man, I, you know, never get a phone call. Hey, can you do that for my cousin? He don't believe it. No, yeah, that's cool. I can do it, but I mean, it, it that doesn't always, uh, you know, equal dead turkey. Yeah, right. So um, good stuff, though, man. We'll have that forever. We got it clean, so we can yeah. play that Just every time. Intro. Yep, that's uh, you'll hear it every time you're on now. All right, Brandon, uh, sweep this weekend. Uh, going for the sweep this weekend. Also, uh, NC Stru- if you're not into going to the pirate thing, NC Strut Masters uh, over there. There will be a free concert afterwards. You get to weigh in some turkeys. Get to have a good time. A um, lot of lot of pirate uh, radio people gonna. I mean, you got Sam Jones, you got a, uh, you know, NC Truck Masters. They've been on here a while. Yep. Minji's Bowling Company people. A lot of lot of good local people. Right, uh, Carolina Caliber will be out there. Um, so it's very very good event. Very uh, family friendly event. If you like good live music, free. Come on out. Good stuff, Brandon. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. <laughs> yes, Troy. Like, just come in here. You're like 10 feet away, Troy. Don't invite Troy here. He's coming in at 5. Oh, God. What are you doing? Uh, by the way, Troy and Ellerby coming in at 5 o'clock with a really 
fun announcement that everybody's going to be super excited about. There's a tease for you 13 minutes from now. Make sure you're tuned in. All right. Uh, uh, an announcement that you will be excited to hear. So uh, that's coming up later on in today's show. We still got a giveaway to get to and a lot more on Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you to wrap up Hour 2 after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carryout deal of three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com and heading back into the show one other thing ironically today clip on this day in 1994 one michael jordan went two for five for the chicago white Sox, (laughs) taking on the lowly chicago cubs at the time mj uh in the batter's box there i saw him in person whoa who's that playing baseball troy d's here hey troy hey i was in zebulon when he came in Faced the Mudcats at the time. How Back many people the, uh, were at that game? Was that a sellout? Oh, it was packed. Yeah. It totally sold out. Uh, at the time, my dad was really good friends, uh, family friends with Steve Bryant, who was the owner of the Carolina Mudcats. This is how I got tickets. So Lee D coming through for me one more time, Clip Rock. Great story. Yeah. It was pretty cool though seeing them, and you know, I mean, it was just a not. It was like a well, they did like that, the circus uh, coming to town. Yeah, that thirty for thirty, and they showed those crowds at every minor league game he played in. And yeah, it was just like I think one of those is actually Beatles. in Zebulon, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it brought back some memories. But it was, I don't know, that was like a phase he was going through, I guess, back then. His baseball phase. Yeah, his out of NBA phase. He got it out of his system. But uh, man, what if he stayed in the NBA those years? Would have had a couple more titles. Yep exactly uh hv3 update harold just hit the pin with a chip but it's going to leave him nine feet for par so uh kind of going the wrong way here he is plus two through ten and could be looking at plus three if he doesn't hit a long putt here as uh the leader now uh cameron smith and dj dustin johnson is four under par those are the leaders on day one of the masters like all in, i've never seen clip rock so in a golf yeah this is like a whole new you uh it's the herald factor i've yeah. got i've got a rooting interest now so if harold was not playing in this no nah. you would not be as interested no nah, probably be watching a baseball game or okay something. yeah i know on opening day i find this highly unusual that uh you're more into the masters i would have lost money on that bet yeah speaking of money yeah, I'm uh, I'm in the NASCAR hole. I'll yeah, get, I'll have to get we'll let, we'll let it ride to next week. If By the want. way, can you uh, can you stick to NASCAR or really anything but college basketball? Because <laughs> the season's ended, and somehow you're still making wrong predictions and sending tweets saying "told you so" on things that aren't going to happen. That's right, Club. The latest one, yes. was Coach K. Well, re- hold on a second. Let's see. 
That's yet to play out. You're still going to go That prediction this? could happen. Like, if someone said this a week after Tom Brady retired, said Tom Brady may come back. Oh, oh well, he hadn't come back. But he came back a month later. Uh, I think Give people it some were time saying to Tom Brady was going to come back. Let this prediction marinate a little bit. Give it some time to breathe, Clip. No. This, this, is, this could, in fact, still happen. And when it does... I just want to be able to be the first to say, I told you so. Okay. Does anyone really care? <laughs> so, Jay Williams comes out. And this, see, perfect example. That's a guy you really want uh, some of his takes out there. Former Duke grad. Yeah. Says a Duke that, uh, guy. Part of the Duke family. He th- Family. He thinks that Coach K is going to come back. Huh? Isn't this interesting? And he's the only I, one. As heard here on Monday's PRL. Him and Troy D are the only ones thinking that way. It was a national story when and, he said it. And then it was shot down quickly after that. By who? Mike Krzyzewski. I haven't heard that. What did he say? <laughs> I don't know. I saw a headline. <laughs> I haven't no. seen it. I have not seen that. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, you've got to stop making basketball predictions, Troy. I'm on fire, Clip. Uh, let's see. New York Post. Mike Krzyzewski. By fire, I'm burning up your bets every time I make a prediction. Mike Krzyzewski denies rumors he's going to pull a Tom Brady at Duke. At Duke? That doesn't mean he won't come out of retirement. <laughs> I never said he was necessarily coming back to Duke. I said he's coming You're back. Making a nut. This he's coming back to coaching. Where's he going? Well, well stay tuned. There's a lot of <laughs> jobs tuned. out there. Yeah. I think Mike's going to sit out a little while and realize how much he misses it. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back into coaching somewhere. What if he goes to the NBA? What if he takes over the Lakers? I think if anything, Duke starts like five and eight next year, and then he and then uh, what's Shire has a medical situation, and Duke comes (laughs) as as Coach K comes in as the temporary interim coach. That medical situation is Coach K has him whacked. He gets hit in the back (laughs) after a game, and then hey. Stay tuned. And then Kay comes let's, in. Let's wait and see what happens. All right. Troy D. still making basketball predictions. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Harold hits a uh, putt. And unfortunately, I have to watch this through a Twitter, Troy. I was going to say, while you're let's really. Let's get some coverage. Yeah, I know. You're really on it. And I was like, I keep looking to see where. He's, he's not getting a lot of pub on the telecast. No. But uh, so uh, yeah, uh, Warner Tracker's doing a great job. Yeah, he just parred at 11 to stay at two over on the day. Or as Mike Mullis would say. He just parred, parred. I parred. He parred. What, nothing? Sim tweets in. He, uh, he's he got a rage. He says, turkey scared the hell out of me. That was a hell of a turkey call. That was great. By Brandon Manning. Turkey Manny. tears. I know I give him a lot of grief, but uh, I thought that was a sound effect you were playing. No, it did sound a little dolphinish, but either way, great <laughs> sound effect. Either way, it could go either way. I don't care what he did. Did that come out of his mouth? It did. That came out of Keep that. your turkey sound out of your mouth. Calm down, Will. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, we've got uh we've got that forever now. That's pretty impressive. Brandon Manning's turkey yeah. call. All yeah. right. Let's get a break. Troy, we've got a uh you're described you and Ellery both have used the word fun, a fun announcement. Oh, did he really? We have not consulted on that. Yes. So uh great minds think alike. Fun we is do, the word. We have a I think we can have a consensus. We have a fun announcement and a big announcement. A big let me just say this, Cliff. We have a big fun announcement coming up in less than five in four minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am proud of you for uh you are 
tend to uh, you tend to overhype. Things. I do. I have that tendency. I feel like for me Not, personally, this is something that I wouldn't mind being overhyped. I'm very excited about this. See, I, when I underplay it, you want it overhyped. When I overhype, no, 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 it, no. no I'm giving you credit oh, okay. for not overhyping yeah, this. I'm trying not to. And I am very, I am very excited to be able to make this announcement in mere moments. Let me yes. just say that, and we'll do that. And, I, and I, the reason I'm excited is because I think the Pirate Nation will be excited. Correct. Yeah. And we will make that announcement when we return. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. The boys are back in town. Troy D and Ellerby will be here, and we'll be back with a lot more and a big, fun, exciting announcement after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome back into the program. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live here on a lovely Thursday in Eastern North Carolina. Clip Brock, Troy D, and LRB. The boys are back in town. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Clip. How are you? I'm fantastic. Clipper, what's up? Good to see you again. Good to be back. Good to see you. Seems like it's been three days. I know. Just like no time. I was here <laughs> just talking about uh, Troy D's basketball predictions, but now we're back. And uh, and Troy keeps making predictions. Just made another one that uh, the coach K may land at another spot other than Duke. So he's still on it. He's still is, doing is he just it. trying it's to covering all bases? Uh, that, that, that is possible. Well, other than the base that Coach K is going to stay retired, it, which is the base it is he possible. He visits Emerald Isle over the week over the summer too. How do you know he didn't sell his place? Well, that's possible. He loves it there. So <laughs> All right, before we get too sidetracked, right. uh, real quick mention the new video up on uh, our YouTube page, Pirate Radio TV. Interns Morgan and Ian were at the baseball game uh, last night and uh, talking to the Pirate Nation, got some cool questions and answers. And uh, I have not seen the whole thing. I'm looking forward to watching it, but it uh, looks like a lot of fun. So make sure you check that out on YouTube and our social media sites. But Troy and Ellerby, if we get you two in a room together on Pirate Radio Live, that means it's big announcement time. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Um, Clip, you've been asking. You ask us more about this than probably anybody else, and I always evade your question. And the last couple of years have been a tough couple of years. You made me speak folks. to your attorneys. You said, no, not, I'm not ready to um, answer that now. And Shirley, first of all, cue the music, Shirley. Get us, get us in the mood on this deal. Uh, as many folks know, we started Pirate Radio in 2003. We are going into our 20th football season coming up this fall. It's hard to believe. Um, 20 years of greatness of Pirate Radio as we've grown the franchise and the brand. And one of the most fun things we did to celebrate our 10th anniversary, LRB, was to start the Pirate Radio football kickoff party, which was a one-time only event. We did it for one time, but it was so successful, people wanted it every year, so we kept it going. Uh, Unfortunately, due to COVID, it got canceled the last two years, but back 
by popular demand, we are bringing back the Pirate Radio football kickoff party for 2022. And it's going to be new and improved. We have kind of rebooted the whole deal. It's going to be a brand new deal, a new look, a new place, a new date, a new band. It's going to be all new. Yep, but uh, still going to be the Thursday before the first football game. So save the date, Thursday, September the 1st. It's going to be an exciting night to kick off the uh, 2022 football season because the uh, Wolfpack are going to be coming into town 48 hours later. Man. But, uh, man, we're going to get the weekend kicked off in style and uh, really excited. Uh, got some uh, a lot of new things we're going to be telling you about over the next uh, few weeks. But uh, the new location, I think, is going to be really cool. Yeah, we've partnered with our friends at the State Theater, literally around the corner from Pirate Radio. Our neighbors here in downtown Greenville and the State Theater right on Fifth Street. So uh, it is a two-story venue. It's very cool. They've got a balcony. Uh, great place to hear live music and to uh, celebrate. So a new ve- we're going to have a lot of changes this year to the party. A lot of improvements, a lot of new things. We're not going to announce it all right now. But uh, we did, first of all, want to get the date out there for folks so they know. September 1st, Thursday before East Carolina NC State. Go ahead and put it on your calendar. And then uh, we also wanted to let you know the place, the State Theater on Fifth Street in downtown Greenville. Uh, Those are two key elements. And then we will talk about who's playing the concert at a later time and also some other new things we have going on for this year. There'll be a lot of exciting things. But the big news is we are bringing back the party after a two-year hiatus. Another sign that things are getting back to normal, guys. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, our friends at Subdogs have celebrated their uh, Barstool National Championships at uh, the State Theater. So it is a really cool venue and uh, there's going to be a lot of fun that night. So uh, no better way to kick off the uh, football season. We did it for eight years, the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. Yeah. Had a lot of fun, a lot of success. Huge turnout by the Pirate Nation each and every year. A lot of fun and uh, a lot of big stuff planned for this year. So go ahead and mark it down. September 1st, Thursday, and then uh, we'll get your weekend started. It's going to be an exciting time, but Troy as you know, it'll be here before you know it. Absolutely. So we're making plans already. Uh, You mentioned our friends at Subtalks. They're actually in a national championship themselves. You know, some people think East Carolina can't win a championship clip, but my friends at Subtalks are going for a three-peat now. Or at least three championships. Three and four years. I guess that wouldn't be considered a three-peat. It would be a three out of four-peat. It's a Troy D three-peat. It's a three out of (laughs) four-peat. But uh, if you go to Twitter and you hashtag Best Bar Subdogs, you get your vote counts. And I think it's through tomorrow or today, tonight or whatever. So go ahead and do it. But You got uh, all the details, it sounds like. Well, I mean, it's once again, <laughs> we're just in a supportive role in this deal. Yeah. Just, just like, do it now. Kind of like when Shaq was here last week. It was their event. We were just happy to cover it for them. But uh, a lot of fun with our friends at Subdog. So uh, we wish them the best of luck. Our neighbors also here in downtown Greenville. But uh, big party coming back. Pirate Radio football kickoff party, September 1st, 2022, Thursday night at the State Theater this year and uh, we just put the information out yeah. there on Love our the social, social media. So uh, share that with your friends if you can and we appreciate everybody's support. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The one thing we like to do is have fun, LRB. And uh, this is always a great time we can celebrate with our listeners, viewers, and the Pirate Nation. You always say it's the party of the year, Troy, and it definitely is. And a lot of times it has been the highlight of the football season, unfortunately. This year, it's just the first of what should be many highlights for ECU football yeah. during the season. And, uh, man, it's going to be so much fun. Just a couple of days before kickoff, 
to get together with Pirate Nation and uh, celebrate and start doing a new season. going to be four Saturdays in September that the Pirates are going to be playing at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So on September the 1st, we're going to officially kick off the uh, tailgate season and the football party season, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I remember uh, Coach Houston came when his, in his first year, yes. which uh, was the last time we've had this party, and uh, welcomed the crowd, and it was great to have him out there. So we're going on some other uh, big guests. I think it's going to be uh, a lot a lot of fun guys i don't as i said i don't want to hype it if you've been there before you know what we're talking about and if you haven't this will be a great year to uh, hook up with us here for the kickoff party well troy i don't have anything else to ask you that's my one question that i always ask you when is the kickoff party coming back i know it has been answered and i've avoided avoided <laughs> avoided and i said finally clip will get off my back hold your horses and uh sure enough it's back we got a big party in uh, downtown Greenville coming up this weekend with Pirate Fest. So we're proud sponsors of Pirate Fest. We'll have a Pirate Radio booth out there all day Saturday. We're, in fact, we're printing new shirts as we speak, LRB, that will be for Pirate Fest. And we've got some other cool shirts that are going to be out there. And all, hoodies. All Pirate Radio t-shirts, only $10. Mm-hmm. And hoodies will be $20. $20. So if you want to get a great deal, $10 for Pirate Radio t-shirts and we've got some brand new ones we're printing and twenty dollars for hoodies it's a great deal we'll be cash only so bring some money uh with you to the pirate there's no charge to attend pirate fest it's totally free uh it actually starts friday night from five to nine um they've got uh some events going on to kind of ease into it but the big day saturday saturday april 9th 11 a.m is when it starts it goes to 8 p.m they'll be blocking off evan street all the way to the town common Uh, first street will be blocked off uh they've got all types of stuff going on from as we said 11 o'clock till uh really eight o'clock and it concludes with a big concert at uh, at town commons so uh, i'll actually be emceeing this event should be a lot of fun i uh, got jake sutton coming on at five and then at six forty-five, eric uh pasley will be a big country music star will be here in town so uh that is 100 percent free to attend too but bring some money purchase a token get some grog there'll be a lot of vendors out there great food selection our buddy sparky will be out there yeah with snowballs fried oreos and uh the mini i like the little mini um not the waffles what are they called the um, things with the powdered sugar funnel on cake? it. Funnel cake. Mini funnel cakes. Yeah. Those things are fantastic. So, what's uh, your favorite fair food clip? Favorite fair food? Because this is kind of like a mini fair, if you will. You know, at least a street fair yeah. type of deal. Um, I tend to go to the... Well, I'm not going to say it, but those it's more like a novelty, the giant uh, turkey legs. Really? Oh, wow. But I'm not – that wouldn't be my favorite. You would love going to Virginia Tech. They sell those like crazy up in Blacksburg during the game, the I huge would, turkey legs. I would go the, the – there's always like some good sausage, whether it be like smoked sausage or like brought, like a big sausage dog or whatever. Mm, that's always good. Yeah, with you onions know, and uh, peppers. Fresh squeezed lemonade is always a popular thirst quenching. Yeah, those are good. Also, some of those people that make that fresh – uh the pot kettle corn right there mm-hmm. in front of you wow sounds like all day eat fest for troy Day. could be i like to sample here's my thing i'd like a sampling deal yeah because sometimes like the kettle corn thing comes in this huge bag it's you don't like, have to eat much. it all at once no i know but like i just want like all right i don't want a ten dollar bag of kettle corn can i just get here's th- can i just get a sample here's three bucks here's i just three want, quarters like, i just want i just want a small serving yeah and then i want a small serving of this I of that like i want it almost like a tapas menu if you will of of uh, fair food like i just want a little taste of everything i don't want to go all in on any one item 
is that that would be perfect for me. Troy, like a sampling just, menu, if you will. They just text and said they got somebody else to MC. For you not, for you not to come to Pirate Fest. You cheap bastard. I'm ready. I'm, just, I'm trying to cut back on my portions no, right now. Not. I'm getting ready for the beach. I'm trying to get my beach bod ready. I'm trying. I'm making an effort. And part of that is making good decisions, fellas. And making good decisions, including those decisions of the weekend, which is not to overeat. All right. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Uh, Touchdown Tony Collins is going to be hanging out at the Pirate Radio booth. We're going to be on 4th Street uh, right across from like Dirty Dan's in, yeah. the, in the other parking lot right there where they have some live music. The and parking deck on. is right there. Yeah, so yeah. just off Evans and 4th, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be right there. So that'll be our location. I talked to Tony today. He's excited. So uh, come out and uh, enjoy us. He's going to be with us for a little bit during the day. Scott says fries. There is something about some some fair fries. Yes. And maybe... Uh, you ever go the vinegar route on fries? No, that's, not. that's an acquired taste. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. You know, the good thing about fair fries, though, Clip, is because they come out fresh. Hot. Hot and fr- I mean, yeah. like, they are a hot French fry ready yep. to roll. Yep. All right. I uh, can't wait till Monday till Troy is telling us how um, Pasley and Sutton are like, first of all, his friends. But yes. secondly, well, obviously, we'll have a chance to engaged up and comers they're gonna be big names just watch out for them. yes like troy's gonna be super jacked up about these music guys on monday how do you already know what i'm gonna talk because <laughs> i know you i've been around you for sounds so exactly long. like something i'm gonna talk <laughs> you're about you're gonna monday. come in here and be blown away by these guys yeah. you know clip they were just really cool dudes and they're gonna be best friends i will yes. say shaq was a really nice guy like he it took time I, you, to talk to everybody what did he say to you he said thanks bro <laughs> I said, he was welcome really to Greenville. Nice slapped him a nice five on the way up to now, the stage. Now, Thanks, bro. And then he, when he came down, I said, great job. Thanks for being here. I, I will and, say this. I was going to tweet it, but I didn't know in translation. I, you are. You should be on like the welcoming and farewell committee for yeah. Greenville because you say the right things. Thanks for coming to Greenville. Yes. Thanks for being here in Greenville. Yeah, I did. And yeah. that's got to make the star, the celebrity, feel welcome. Right. I did thank him for coming. They should and give then, you and a job. And then I said, awesome job. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. We, yeah. we appreciate I'm you. I'm going to get Troy some shirts to say, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he can just stand there and fist bump people. You know? Now, Ellery, yeah. I understand he did not have a long enough interaction with Shaq to know if he's a good guy or not. But Shaq does have a track record. He does seem to be being a polite well, individual. Well, you know, yes. Troy saw Shaq in Miami one time. I'm that surpri- is true. I'm surprised this he didn't sec- recognize you. This is the first time I've touched Shaq. This is the second time I've seen him. <laughs> Laid in eyes on him. That is a great point, Elvin. I almost forgot about that. I was talking about that the other day. I was in Miami, and how random was it that he pulled up with this was back when he was with the heat he was playing with Miami yeah and him and uh Dwayne Wade pulled up next to us in a convertible and it, but it was pre this predated cell phones oh, and right. all that stuff so I didn't, never got a picture but uh I did have What did you do with your time that on that trip without a cell phone <laughs> <laughs> So did, many so did, much things How did you document it I mean like That's the problem I didn't document it but I did have you know a witness so uh, that was really cool seeing them. And I did wave to him, and he waved back. You know, the way you said you touched Shaq, I feel like the police are about to come in and arrest you. <laughs> I touched Shaq. Like, well, uh, he's a big man. With Shaq, I say he did not even feel it, so he's not going to press I, And I thought about giving him a high five. He's so high. Well, he's so tall. I don't know if he was high. He's so tall. I would, if I, I'm one. If I extended my arm all the way up, I still wouldn't be high enough to, like, give my high, tall enough to give him a high five. So I basically gave him... Kind of, I went up and it was like a low five for him. So my high five is his low five. Yeah. And you're a guy, LRB, who loves fives. So you'd probably appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, there's a free high five always works. Yeah. 
So the first one was kind of a hand, a, a kind of a handshake. The last one was a high five. Are you uh, any thoughts on selfie God Alan Thomas getting the selfie and you coming empty on the selfie? No, that was, you know that, he's a pro, and right. you got to defer to the pros on that. Yeah. And that was a pro move. That was the first ever those, selfie video. For those that missed he, it, Alan has the video going. He's got a video, and he's rolling on one hand. Got yeah. Somehow he he gets close enough to Shaq because I don't know how he breached security. Maybe gets the handshake and and really just kind of forces his way into Shaq's body, right? To get the selfie, brings him in and Shaq in at the same time. Why filming? It was quite impressive. He uh, practiced that move with Janet all week, <laughs> and it paid off at the it's, end. It's incredible. You know, actually, the people that own GoPro are trying to monitor <laughs> Alan Thomas to see how he does all these selfies yeah. without using their product. <laughs> I mean, it was next level. Everybody's that was a, that was put on this move. earth to do one thing. Alan's was to get selfies. And I mean, he, he does it. It's 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 an incredible. I mean, look, everybody has a gift and everybody has talents. You know, some people say, "Hey, bro." Some people get selfies. You know, that's the way it goes. Well, that that was Shaq that said, "Hey, bro." Oh, okay. Yeah. None of you have mentioned the status difference in height between Alan and Shaq. Well, he got a selfie with uh, Shaq's kneecap. Yeah. I guess we I not. mean, I, I'm yeah. just saying this You're impressive right. move. Low man won. Well, he had to put he, he had to put on the widescreen lens. Low, so. low man won. Just like and he in got football. A, yeah, low yeah. He, he, the leverage won out. Yeah, that's he, a good point. You know, he's a strong he's, guy. He's compact. You're right because he is probably twice the height of Allen. Right. It is yeah. uh, kind of shocking. Not only is Shaq a celebrity, but he's almost like I don't mean this ugly, but like a freak show when you see a. A human. He's larger than life. The same species as us, and he's that much larger. I thought about that, man. Just watching this guy kind of coming from the stage, go out, go back to where he was staying, you know, and he was they were he was right next to us here at Pirate Radio, where he was kind of green. He's a man around a man among children. He cannot go anywhere. Like some of celebrities, you can put on a hat, you can put on sunglasses. You have no idea who they are. (laughs) You know, Shaq cannot put on a hat or sunglasses. He's still Shaq. Tom Tom Cruise can put on a hat. He can and And sunglasses. This guy cannot go anywhere in the country and not get recognized and mobbed. And I thought about, man, what type of life is that? Like, after a while, it's got to be exhausting that everybody wants something from you, whether it's a picture, whether it's a handshake, whether it's just to say hi, whether it's just to say, I, you know, I met you. Sometimes you just need to run into Target. And Shaq right. can't he do can't that. Do it. Never, yeah. He can never yeah. be a normal person. I don't think person. he thinks about going to Target. <laughs> I'm just We're saying not, that. I know. So but don't you think at some point he'd be like, man, it'd just be nice. And now he's got rich and uh, he's rich. Now the trade off to that is all the he, millions of would, dollars. Correct. Would, you trade a, would you trade a $400 million net worth for that? Well, I, I mean, probably so. But LRB, I'm, but I I'm value saying. value my time, my spend with my wife in Target. But I still think these guys <laughs> are regular people when it comes down to it on the inside. And he probably, at once in a while, would like to just go to Sheets and fill up. That's with why I think he came in DJ Doggy Jams. He was a regular. He was this at a college event. Project. This is a normal that gets for but him, like I guess. Said, but he's, he's mobbed as soon as he gets off the yes, out of the car. Everywhere he went. It's just incredible to think that's your life. Like there's that. Imagine no enjoying you go. public life. Right Correct. There's no, you can only do things in private if you want. It's it. not. Just I have. mean, he can't choose to be six five. I mean, you know, I, I know. I'm just making a statement that it's just got to be wild. That that's he can't hide. Correct. And, like, uh, versus some celebrities that can hide. He cannot hide anywhere. He is him all the time, and he's five feet taller than most people. Who are you when you are not you? I'm me all the time. <laughs> so Shaq but, is he all the time. <laughs> like, right, but I'm not getting mobbed is the, the difference. The, the, the shots can, you had of him going across the street where he's getting mobbed by these people. that like are the Beatles. They're adult-sized humans beside him, but they, they look, look like, like children. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm just saying the dude was like a rock star. By the you way, know, Troy, I mean, and this tells you how high in regard I I hold you. I, I'm a little upset he didn't use pirate radio as his like warm up spot. Change clothes. Well, yeah, I think there was a little too much activity here because where they went was too high profile. Was was there was nobody there and it was totally secure. But well, they were like access. right across the street, right? But they had it. It's it's not it was sealed off. Correct. There was no show going on. There was no, you know, it was very private. Me, Chandler, and CJ were too wild in here for uh, for Shaq. Uh, they they wanted a more secure area. All right. Yeah, they did not want people to know where he was at. Right. You know, that, they, that was part of it too. If he's they, on air at Pirate Radio, then we could get mobbed. Yeah, then all of a sudden, we're living the life of Shaq. I didn't want him on air. I just wanted him out there, you know. So if we brought Shaq in here, you're, you, and you had three questions to ask him, go. Mm. I'll pretend to be Shaq, Clip. All right. Go ahead and ask. Okay. Good to be here, Clip. Uh, Shaq. When's the last time you went to Target? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? Uh, Clip, first of all, I love people, and I love money, and they're paying me a lot of money to be here. Can your son come play basketball at ECU? Uh, I'll talk to him, uh, but he's going to play where he wants to play. Who's the biggest? I'm, I'm not like the the dad and, uh, with the Charlotte Hornets player. Anthony Ball. Balls. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not like You're Anthony so good Ball. at basketball stuff. I'm just disappointed you didn't know that. Who is the least favorite uh, NBA player you've come across in your career? He, uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> all right you know what troy that was pretty good that was pretty good that was, that was a good answer all right so those are my questions thank you for coming yeah good to be here, good to be here. <laughs> don't touch me i've already been touched a hundred times uh speaking about troy d yeah elton says pretty sure shag wants troy to never again say he touched him yeah <laughs> that, that could be taken out of context the wrong way Elton's yeah. just we shook hands yeah. he's jealous he's never touched yeah. shag before like you yeah you said you touched him i did i did touch him you got a dab was it a dab and a shake was yeah. it a return shake or was yes but he, i i on the way off the stage also he, uh, he acknowledged you and yeah. said he did hey, hey man like he did not he, yeah. he gave you a heads up was right it like a did you shake two of his fingers or was it, <laughs> <laughs> it was weird like coming in i kind of slapped him five you know and it kind of was like a five and then it turned right. into a handshake real quick and then on the back side i think it was uh it might have been a dap up on yeah. the back side yes, that's the I most believe that's what it was. That's yes. the most famous touch that you've got I was thinking about that. That's a good question. Troy D's famous touch is power rankings. Um, I'd have to think about yeah, that. Top three. Go off the top uh, of your head. I mean, I've touched Michael Jordan before. Oh. So, I mean, I've shaken his hand. Oh, well, that's, that's I, different. I have not shaken his hand. I mean, Michael, when, Michael when you're Jordan. saying you're touching men, it seems a little weird. So if you, <laughs> I've shaken Michael Jordan's hand before. Okay, there you go. Uh, that's got to be number one. I've shaken, actually, believe it or not, Dean Smith's hand before. Oh, I believe it. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. That's one you can't get Troy, anymore. You're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't want UNC to win Monday night? <laughs> I do like those two guys. Well, I think uh, the Coach K has just turned off the I radio. I only talked to Coach K. Never got to physically touch him. Oh, never shook hands. One of your biggest life regrets. Yeah, Typical we did talk. I did ask stuff. a question. We did engage. Uh, we did look each other in the eye. No, no touching. No. Uh, who else? Touching men. Charles Barkley when he was here for the golf tournament shook his hand uh, a couple times actually you're big in the nba world of um, i'm trying to think of pd pablo we hung out now pd pablo legit friend of the family uh we've had on the i don't think i to shake hands with pd like y'all hung out y'all uh, went to right dogs. correct oh, many times yeah and then uh who was it waka flocka came in he's uh he's, he's up <laughs> Did there you get caught on waka flocka's bus do you remember that i i do i was not there on the <laughs> but i might have been there that night earlier uh upstairs waka in the club flocka. with him yeah um 
but uh, a lot of, who else there was another famous guy that the sub dogs brought in uh carter cruz carter, yes Car- thank you that dude I, you have interviewed carter cruz. i have interviewed carter cruz and don't take this the wrong way but i have touched carter cruz we have hugged you joined the club we have there touch i have touched the, the small of her back so dj paulie d was here but i don't think that's who you're talking no about. and i didn't meet him but there I did, was another, I, and i don't put him on the list right. i did say hello to him yeah. he's not that big of a deal to me but he was he did come in many years ago actually when it was a much smaller event it was just in the parking lot at sub dogs at that time right uh, it has really kind of grown. grown now the problem is brett has created this monster brett the owner of sub dogs now the expectation is he's got to take it to the town commons next <laughs> i mean i don't know like how do you top this i was thinking about this, this you is pretty... town commons mingy's down no, I'm talking Stadium, about for right? entertainment like because it's still a party you need a musical actor dj oh, sure. like who do you i think the only way he could top it guys and i've offered this as an idea and he's actually considered it uh snoop dog i think you bring someone in like snoop that would top it. I think you bring DJ Coach K down here, and then this place would be a uh, no. be, be insane, no. right, no. Troy D? No, no. no. <laughs> For many people, <clears throat> um, I do have a. Would qu- Snoop be cool down here, though? Obviously, yeah, I mean, obviously, Snoop's cool yeah. in any room, You're right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm. That's what I'm voting, shooting for. Well, sure, and shoot for the stars. I'm working, politicking for it. Right. It's not my money. I bring him in. How long are y'all hanging out? Uh, I'm here for the hour. Troy's here till seven. How long are you here till? <laughs> I have a question I want to ask you guys. Are you coming I'm, back? I'm out? good. I'll hang for. Oh, I thought. See, I thought he was getting ready. Right oh, y'all are here. I'm leaving. I thought that's where well, this was going. <laughs> nah, it's too late. I might as well. I've been here two and a half. All right, well. I, we're staying. I have a, uh, I'm staying. You an ECU athletics question. All right, that I want to ask you guys when we okay. return. Shirley, uh, let's go ahead and open up the booty bag while we're uh, here. <laughs> Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Uh, how about let's do lunch for two at Tiebreakers. All right, great spot to watch sports, eat some great food. Cold Pirate Beverages, Tiebreakers. What color are you looking for? 10. Car 10, 317-1250. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professional at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Will James of Greenville. Picked up uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. All right, thank you, Shirley. Uh, some big news on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Buck. Harold Varner making moves. How about an eagle? Wow. To go from plus three to plus one and now tied for 29th. 
and just five shots back of the leader. So he's awesome. plus one through 13 was slipping, but man, that was a huge hole there to uh on 13 to get him back to plus one on the day and honestly guys if he just makes the cut in this tournament what a, what a big deal i mean what an incredible situation that would mean that, he'd be wearing purple on sunday in augusta troy that'd be awesome i mean that would be awesome so i i that's my goal for him i just love to see him make the cut they had a masters video put out on twitter last night and it was an official masters video and it had a it was about a two-minute video about harold and it had a picture in there of him holding his son and his son is wearing it was either a onesie or a bib and it said little pirate fan and had the ecu logo yeah he got so, it from alan thomas some not that that was just a joke that was a hand-me-down from adult <laughs> alan was that the yeah, joke? right that was right. good that was good gotta, uh, we're moving fast here you got that was a throwback from last segment east carolina uh just the kidding logo, sorry Whew, moving along <laughs> <laughs> all right i got a uh, question for you guys all right Troy's got answers. Go ahead, Troy. Answer before you ask. Go, go ahead and answer it right now. No. I got this question from all places. Uh, oh, God. Boneyard banner. Jesus. Is that still a thing? I got to give credit where credit's due. Oh, it's a thing. It's, it's, okay. it's going It's going strong. Seriously, I didn't know. Like I, With social media, I didn't know that how big message boards still are. Um, yeah, it's still a thing. Okay. They're still active. Uh, Steven Igo hoist the colors. Right. Pirate but Radio. he's got an active site that draws people to his. Yeah, like he's reporting mess- like it's, it's not just board. a mess. I was just talking about standalone message boards. I didn't know if they were. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's accessible. Okay. It's great, <laughs> but I got to give credit where credit's due. This is a great question. Um, what preseason issue was the most devastating for the particular team? Kurt Benkert's injury a week before the 2015 football season, or Carson Wisenhunt being suspended who, right before the baseball season? Who asked that? By the way, I do want to give them credit, Buck. Buck Wild. Bucking A right. All right. Oh, so that's uh play on words maybe. Bucking A right. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh that is a good question. I think that's an easy answer. Okay. I'm gonna go uh and L of BFI, we've kind of talked about this in in relationship to baseball a little bit, but let me just answer it first. The foot Ben Kirk going down. Because Ben Kirk going down ultimately derailed that season so bad. It cost Ruff his job, and the rest is history. And it spiraled the program out of control by then bringing Scotty Montgomery in. Way more damaged by that one moment than Wisenhunt. Now, we talked about Wisenhunt going down. What would have happened this year if Wisenhunt didn't go down? Let's run that scenario. You know, East Carolina wins the games. Let's say Wisenhunt plays. You got a few more wins. So they got, let's say, five more wins right now. Well, but they, uh, so least, they've only lost three Friday games. Okay, so they win those. Okay, I'm saying I don't think it's drastically different. Is a my quarterback point. touches the ball they, every play. Wisenhunt touches it seven. That's why a week. the football by far yeah. is the bigger loss. Now we would be more wins in the win column win baseball this year, but I don't think the season would be tremendously different right now. And CJ brought up a point. Both have domino effects. You brought up the major domino effects from Benkert. With Wisenhunt, if he's throwing Friday, that means Cooch is throwing Saturday. So you might sprinkle in even more wins. Correct. Than well, if just you're the using Friday. less pitching on Friday, then you have more pitching for Saturday and Sunday. It helps everything. So, so that's where the two or three extra wins come in because you say we've only lost three games on, on Friday. Friday. But I mean, but you may have picked up Correct. another win or two Correct. on a Saturday yeah, because right. you didn't use as much pitching on a Friday. Absolutely. So Wisenhunt goes the distance and saves those guys. Well, and you're right. But the answer to the question is is football's always gonna be the answer at East Carolina of, of what's the bigger what's the bigger loss. I mean if this was if you're talking about an offensive lineman or something or maybe a running back, 
versus Wisenhunt. I mean, versus the quarter. I mean, the, I mean, it's just but that. Ben, but but the, the, the Benkert thing. Benkert proved in Virginia he was a good quarterback, and he's still in, employed in, by, in NFL. Yeah. So if he played, he would have. And, and they still won five games without him that year. Yeah. And with uh, I don't even remember the quarterback. What happened? Blake well, Kepp first of all, yeah, James Heisman Summers. winner, James Summers. Right. It ended up being all messed up. Was my point. Yeah. But you, but, but if Benkert was here, <laughs> we win. We win a couple more games with Ben Kirk. We at go least. at least seven. We go to a bowl yeah. game. There's no way they fire Ruff that year. Yeah. Is my no, point. no. Here, not only do they not fire Ruff, Ruff gets an extension yeah. that, yes. he, that he had. He was offered he, an extension after that the, year. No, he was offered an extension at, during the Virginia Tech game. And it might have been a little juicier if they were winning games because he wanted more money for assistance. That's right. And word, if Ruff right? wins eight or nine that year, which could he have happened, gets he, gets God, he keeps a, getting more wins every he time he talks about He gets the extension. <laughs> and here's another crazy unintended consequence. If Ruff wins that year turn, and gets successful – Jeff Comfort doesn't become the complete bonehead. Well, at least that year I that he turned that up into. Earlier. Yeah, not necessarily. What what happens is is if Ruff gets a five year extension or a longer extension, it's usually whoever has the longer extension between the coach or the athletic director is usually who lasts. So at what point the, the then the next year becomes a big year that that Comfort doesn't get his extension in twenty seventeen. Does until, he? He got it without him. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying. All his buddies were still running the board. I think he definitely gets it. But, but it just it just plays out how. how does but if he see if Kurt Benkert's got at least two, I think three more years. Like right. if he goes 15, 16, 17, you're winning eight games a year. Yeah, correct. We're looking at the whole thing different. And then correct. also, then also, you know, I mean, the whole thing changes. It's just like it all. I mean, then Dave Nichols still here as our offensive coordinator. You know, I mean, who who just recently passed away. Um, you know, I mean, the whole dynamic of everything just changes of East Carolina football, of the the, the road that coulda, shoulda, woulda. And, I mean, Maybe they, Lincoln doesn't leave because he wants to develop Ben Kirk and there's potential no, here. No, no, no. Lincoln's out the door. Lincoln's <laughs> out the door in 2014. He becomes the head coach in waiting here. No, Lincoln's We go on to win a national championship. We're Cincinnati. We're where they are. No, yes. Lincoln left after 2014. Yeah, but he said, "Oh, you're right. He was already gone. He was already gone. Maybe he comes hurt. back with Ruff's extension. Okay, well, okay. All right, probably not likely. Because also in that scenario, Troy found uh, twenty four million dollars and gave it to the university to pay football coaches. Oh, I thought you were gonna say build an indoor practice. Well, I mean, facility. if if Ben, oh, Kirk, if ben Kirk's the uh, you know the quarterback, and then you know Troy's Heisman candidate Summers is just a he's uti- a back well he, he's maybe a, you move him he's a utility weapon Summers yeah, like, is a is like a hell of a tight end he, he's like Dwayne whatever Harris whatever he is he's, he's a Dwayne Harris making he's, plays every and then all of a sudden he is better in that role and watch gets NFL guys on him for that role maybe There's not no a doubt his growth was stunted on whatever position he's supposed to be for having to play quarterback running back receiver mm, correct instead of just focusing on one and and credit to Blake Kemp and kind of, I said earlier, this is a little bit on the coaches because clearly there was not a backup plan at quarterback for if Benker went down because the plan yeah. was to play this Juco lefty who we didn't know at all or either move James Summers to quarterback. So I don't know. Just a, that's a great question, though. And there was another quarterback that went down right before the season, but it wasn't, uh, who am I thinking of? It was Rob, Rob Cass. Cass. Rob DUI. Cass. But yep, that, that one didn't hurt at all because that led to Patrick Pinkney and a lot of wins. Yeah, but Cass was really, you know, going into the season with a lot of hype that year, I remember. I know, but it played out. Every quarterback fine. every quarterback at every school goes into the season know, with a lot of what, hype. What if Cass was as good as advertised? I mean, he played quarterback here. He did. He threw the miracle in the mind shaft. We didn't kick him off the team. It happened. He played. Yeah. It was just that first game. Yeah, but I, yeah, he got starts. 
he played he was pretty yeah. good yeah i liked rob cass well documented. <laughs> Big fan. Don't remember him playing, <laughs> but he likes him. Just out of curiosity, did you ever touch him? <laughs> I'm sure I did at media day. You were there on that night, were you? <laughs> Two days before. No, I was not involved in that. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a TD, you I. No, it was not. <laughs> and now I'm trying to think of the guy's name that started. Brett Clay. Who retired from football. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, he did announce his retirement. Do you don't remember the press yeah. release they sent out that press? from ECU? Yeah, yeah, he announced his retirement no, towards yeah. the end of the season. They, instead of saying he was stepping away from football or whatever, they worded it as he was retiring. Yes, I've never seen a college kid retire. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I did not. Yeah, know. yeah. If you Google it, it's yeah. probably still out there somewhere. It was um, in the official release. He started uh, that day in Blacksburg at Virginia Tech right. instead of Cass, and Dwayne Harris, who we really didn't know at the time, was taking direct snaps. That might have been his first football game. He was taking snaps at quarterback, mm-hmm. and then we went to Pinckney and won a lot of games. Yeah. Lost a couple Liberty Bowls, though, Troy. <sighs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Should have beaten Kentucky. Yep. Uh, and then Arkansas. Arkansas. Had the, both of those teams dead to rights. Yep. <sighs> Lee. All right. Memory lane. <laughs> Let's take another break. Also should have beaten Alabama in the 90s. Yeah. Should have never lost that I'm game. I'm going to take the exit here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my There's punch, so many SEC teams we should have beaten. South Carolina several times. Yes, including last season. Last season, season. yeah. We had our foot on their throat. Yeah. Coming up on uh, midnight to 6 a.m. with Troy D. (laughs) He'll recap (laughs) his memory lanes of heartbreaks. (laughs) Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Hey, there's been great times as well. There have been great times. Who Troy touched in the 90s coming up at 3 (laughs) a.m.? That's a long list. (laughs) Troy's basketball predictions coming up at 4 a.m. Troy's lawyer at 5 (laughs) o'clock. All right. uh, So are you out? Out? Yeah, I got to run. All right. Sorry. Thanks for hanging out. Enjoy the clip. Don't forget about the party. September 1st. The the big announcement uh, from earlier. Earlier. Look forward to seeing the Pirate Nation. We'll have bigger and more details coming your way soon. But uh, September the 1st, that Thursday night, save the date. All right, we're back with more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a look at your stock market report for today. The Dow was up 87 points and closed at 34,800, excuse me, 583. The Nasdaq was ahead 8 at 13,897, and the S&P was up 19 at an even 4,500. And that is a look at your uh, Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. All righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Another good update on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Uh, after an eagle, how about a birdie for Harold Varner III? He is now even through 14. Got to finish strong, but man, he's putting together a very good day in his first ever round at Augusta in the Masters, and uh, he is four shots off the lead now. Dustin Johnson, Cameron Smith uh, with a group there at four under par. So, uh, like you said, Troy, if he can make uh, 
now you get a saturday sunday that'd be huge just got jim dance's attention that's right i love jim nance too by the way he's one of my favorite announcers on my depth chart i might be have moved up i used to love al michaels i, I still do say, i think he might be i think know. jim nance is now number one on my depth chart bumping out my al michaels to possibly number two now interesting yeah is that across all sports yeah I'm sorry, as far as like what yes uh, like I'm, I'm not just it's when i go broadcaster i go everything and both those guys are unique because they can broadcast anything yeah and and i respect jim nance because of his versatility the guy does the final four in college basketball fantastic he does the masters unlike anyone else he does nfl fantastic there's nothing this guy can't broadcast good, good. good you know point. and i just and i think he's got a nice demeanor to him he doesn't overdo it yeah he works well with others whether it's romo or whoever they put next to him I'm, I'm a Jim Nance fan. And I'm thinking of a couple guys you said there at the end doesn't overdo it. These guys kind of overdo it. I still think they're they're at the top of my leaderboard. Uh, but Kevin Harlan has got to be up there because yeah. he does multiple sports. He and does. He's great. And, uh, and Gus Johnson, who is an acquired taste. Some people love him. It's okay. Him. He Some overdoes it, him. but it's a style. But I he, he gets excited and, and gets yeah. me excited. But Nance and Michaels... And Al Michaels is kind of on your Mount Rushmore of broadcasting. I mean, the guy, I mean, with the do you believe in miracles? Yes. And he's still relevant today. That was 1980, guys. Most of the people living, listening to us maybe right now weren't even born in 1980. I'll throw another name on that list. I'll throw that another name in in the pot there um, because probably he's not known for his play by play, but he has done it, and that's Bob Costas. Yeah, uh, because I like he he would he was very good at painting the picture. I'd put him up there. Another guy I've touched, surely. Oh jeez, man, the list keeps growing. You accosted Costas? uh, Yeah, we were at (laughs) we were at a uh, event together, and I I actually got pictures, talked to him for a while. Oh jeez, this was back. uh, David Glenn, our buddy David Glenn, was getting inducted into the uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame. I've touched him, and I uh, yeah, I've touched. We went with we had a table there, and I met Bob Costas. uh, Who? uh, What's McCall was also there. Uh, The guy from Denver. Um, God, big teeth. I just went blank on his name. John Elway. John Elway. John Elway. <laughs> the guy with met, the big teeth. Yeah. Not yeah. all-time great football yeah. player. Roy, the guy with the horse teeth. Met and touched John Elway. Verbal charades. Uh, Denver, big teeth. John Elway. Elway. <laughs> John, John Elway and I were in line together at the bar waiting for a drink, so we talked for a while. Did he uh, open the beer with his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I just I went blank. Uh, for some reason, I had John Denver stuck in my head. Well, I, because you know, his name's John, he's from Denver. I know. I didn't want to say John Denver, so I went with. But the you charades. wanted to say Big Teeth. Yeah, big I teeth. love that. I knew you would get it. Yeah. If I said Big Forehead NFL, who would you say? Peyton Manning. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd be great at charades. charades. <laughs> <laughs> Sports charades. This should be a new game. This would be a good discussion, Troy, for uh, for a press. But we, we need to do like an emergency press box sometimes, just to get the gang back together. We can. There has been a major shift in announcers in the there NFL. Has, yes, and like I don't even have it all up to date. But you mentioned it's Al Michaels. Musical chairs. Everybody's moving around. Michaels and Herb Street on Amazon. That's weird. That is very weird. Bizarro. Joe Buck has moved. Did Buckman, Buckman, Buck and Aikman? <laughs> That's a I'll just person. call them Buckman. Yeah, they split up. <laughs> Or no, no, are no, they, no. they together. moved together. Oh, did they move together? Yes. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I thought Aikman was going no, somewhere else. No, they split else. from Fox. They both yeah, I knew moved, they split from Fox. They both moved to ESPN. Yeah. Oh, wow. They got reunited. They split at different times. Yes. But 
they ended up in the same spot Correct. together. Yeah, because there was rumor there were rumors that Aikman was going to go with like some sort of Amazon to deal. Amazon. Right. Yeah. With they Michaels. took different exits off the highway, but now they, they are on the, the same, same road in the same car wow. at the same destination. So Monday Night Football finally got their big voices for the first time since Al Michaels. I, and first of all, I never really understood it. Will people watch it because of who the announcer is? Like, no. do you, have you ever watched no. a sporting event? Not no. now. Go, Not now. Oh, I watch this because he's calling the game. No, I watch it because I'm either interested in the teams or I'm not. No, you're like, right. Now, I like certain broadcasters, but, but it doesn't prevent me from watching a Bear game because they have a crappy announcer. Or it doesn't make me want to watch a Bear game because we've got a good announcing crew. And I want to watch it because I want to see the Bears I play. Think, I think those announcers probably meant more back in the day than they do now. Right. I think they're all overpaid is my point. Oh, yeah. These they're guys getting overpaid. $30 million sure. a year is absurd. And it won't keep me from watching the game or make me watch a game, but when you tune into Monday Night Football and heard Tessa Tour or whoever, it did not have a big game feel. No, and that's... When you hear Buck Aikman, it has a big honestly, game And honestly, that's why the Manning cast was so popular because those guys were, I don't want to say garbage, but they were nobodies yeah, kind of on the just, broadcast. It didn't, yeah. So they, they've, I think they have brought in some big time names now. Yeah. Obviously. So uh, there's been a major shift in that this uh, offseason. Uh, let's hear from your boy Jim Nance. Jim Nance. This was moments ago at Augusta. Is this courtesy? C- is this CBS? Who do we give the courtesy uh, to? Or the Masters? The Masters. This is courtesy yeah. the Masters. Harold Varner, the third, his first appearance at the Masters. Going to try it off the pine straw. Uh, this, is, this is very bold. Oh, oh, this is incredible. Look at this. Shot of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, shot, shot, of a, shot of a lifetime, <laughs> Clip Rock. Very bold, Troy yes. Very bold. That was uh, on the eagle hole for uh, HV3. How about that? So he is uh, even par right now, four shots back at the leader. Awesome. Great call by Nansen. Who was with Nansen again? That's Don't know. And if you want, I, I have know. the uh, the birdie call for that brought him to even par. Absolutely. Just hang on one Bring second here. This is uh, more audio, courtesy the Masters. Well, if I can get Joy it. just likes saying that. Just Stay. keep feeding us highlights. Yeah. Okay, hang on, hang on. Eagle birdie to get to even. Harold Varner the third goes to even par, and now he is four shots back. That's awesome. it. HV3, another guy I've touched many times. Ah, uh, he's a mini toucher? Yeah. Good. We've, Good. we've hung out uh, quite a few times together. Great oh, dude. there's a great picture of Troy and Harold, and I was not with them. I don't know what they were I doing think that Brett night. Brett was, was there, too. Looked like y'all were having a fun night. It was at Sub Dogs, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Get confirmed. It, I, you can sources see it in close picture. to the event can confirm that was a fun night. I, I could tell. Yeah, it shows. Um, For at least. Two out of three of us. I think Brett was the only one working. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Harold was enjoying his yeah. time. Oh, yeah. It was good a good stuff. time. Good stuff. Yeah. So uh, we will keep you up to date on that. So Harold will play tomorrow morning. Do you remember that time, Shirley? Was it the 9 o'clock hour? I want to say the 9 o'clock hour, but I can double check for you yeah, real quick. Yeah, if you get a chance. See could if be the new thing. That. This could be a new segment. Who have you touched? 
You know, back in the 80s, it used to be a big deal to get autographs. Now, you know, in the 2000s, you wanted a picture. Now, the new thing could be, who have you touched? Boy, we really are over COVID. We're, we're evolving. We went from you can't stand within six feet to now touching people is the <laughs> uh, the new thing on the other side of this. Uh, and, and man, the crowds have been awesome at, at Augusta Troy oh, yeah. D. And, uh, I don't know what capacity. They don't ever really give the numbers as far as how many tickets. It's always kind of mysterious. But whatever the full amount is that they allow is out there. I mean, you want to talk about max capacity for, you know, uh, an opening round, I would say they've hit it. The practice rounds looked insane. Yeah, uh, earlier this week. All right, Troy, a big weekend on tap. If you uh, if you can't find anything fun to do in Greenville this weekend, that one's on you, not on Greenville. Yeah, because there is a ton going on. And, and we should say too, Pirate Fest and the Spring Game are two different functions. So the Spring, the Pigskin Pigout is put on by East Carolina University. Great event. Uh, I think the game's at twelve thirty. Clip, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. How long do you think the game will, you know, it's kind of a scrimmage game. They're is doing it? four 15-minute quarters, but it's a running clock until like the last two minutes. So really so it's going to go like an hour. Hour and change. Okay, so if you want to get out there, you better be there by... Five-minute halftime. So yeah. it really is. A, it's so it's going to be 12.30 to 1.30, basically, is your window for yeah. ECU football for the spring game. I Because sometimes it's stretched on longer. They're going to keep it running. Yeah. By the and, way, 9.50 a.m. is Harold's... Friday, uh, Friday 9.50. Friday, yep. Right. And then, uh, of course, they got the pigskin pig out going on, you know, stuff Friday night, too, with yep. the parade of pigs and the cooking underneath the stadium uh and then pirate fest going on in downtown greenville now so that's a separate event all down evans street first street town commons 11 a.m start time going up to 8 p.m huge concert at the town commons saturday night all the information you can go to piratefestnc.com for more information all the details there and uh, ECU baseball as well. It was awesome. I was hosting Sports Trivia last night, so I was watching on TV. Every crowd shot, there was uh, someone there wearing a Pirate Radio shirt. And it was oh, yeah. Really cool, Troy. That's did. fantastic. The jungle tie-dyes we, were out in major form. And we will have a lot of Pirate Radio tees and hoodies at our booth at Pirate Fest. We'll be on 4th Street. We'll be close to the 4th Street and Evans intersection. Look for us there. Tony Collins will be out there with us, too. Uh, $10 for our t-shirts. Only $20 for hoodies. Good stuff. We'll uh, see you on the show again Monday. See you then. Look and, forward to uh, it. CJ, great job. Shirley, good job as always. And we'll be back with you Friday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.